Do you think we'll be doing podcasts in 2030? Well, tune in next week, everyone, to find out if we'll be doing podcasts <laughs> in 2020. We will make the definitive decision next week, specifically next week. It is season five, episode 13. Oh, no, unlucky. Ah, that's the Step on a black cat. Oh, I am. Wait, what are other unlucky things to do? I'm knocking on wood. That's break, lucky. Break a gl- break a glass pane. That's also unlucky. Salt? No, that's lucky. <laughs> Man, we're really bad lucky? at this. Wait, isn't there throwing like salt over your shoulder? If oh you see yeah, that's that's yeah. That to ward off evil demons or whatever. Man, <laughs> I'm not lucky. Anyway, it is season five, episode thirteen of the Whales Are Whales pod. Cast. That Cast. means we yet yes, folks, we just barely did more than an episode a month this year. Hey, we already did an episode a month. Uh, you're right. That's what I'm saying. We broke it. We we went one oh, above. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, it's cool. just showing how much we are going. I forgot to tell you all at the beginning of this year that I was planning to do one episode a month. I just accidentally did four of those in September. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I guess by I technicality, you're still correct. Yeah. I think. And hey, we had a we actually had some bonuses in here. So. Oh Can yeah, we? that's right. It was a weird. Yeah, we had season four at the beginning of the year because we were waiting to be able to do our Christmas thing. That, that never was happened. this year. Yeah, that was the beginning of this year. We had like three bonuses. Um, that was there was so one with me and ago. Zach. There was one with me and you. Um, yeah, it does. This year feels weirdly long. Um, oh. So anyway, it's the end of the year. Um, we're not, as you might be able to tell, it is just me, your host Brian and uh, Cameron. Hi. Um, this is the podcast. Call, call, call me co-host. I'm that. A co-host member. Oh, co-host. That's right. I already promoted you last yes, week thank because. You. All the powers of the other four people who don't show up anymore have gone into you <laughs> and combined oh, that has made you a co-host. What? So yeah. I get the, the special power of, um, okay, I'm going to use everyone's, everyone's character type here. Uh, yeah. Abigail's to be very annoying. Okay, I can do that. Yes. Um, you already Ben's, had that one. Uh, thank, th- thank, thank you. Thank, thank <laughs> you. Um, yeah, Ben. Ben to, um, uh, what's Ben's caricature? Uh, oh, Dang, Dang. Ben like, is I, like dang, it's too... like Ben has a strong. You had a you have a kid now. I have a kid now. That's his caricature. <laughs> He's become a father. That has overcome all of his other character traits. Uh, okay, I now have a kid, and Zach. I also yes. like lots and lots of anime video games. Um, mobile ones specifically. Um, apparently, oh, he's that's into mobile right. games that's what now. Zach's I'm surprised Zach didn't want to show up to tell us about all of the mobile uh, Did we anime tell him games about he's been playing. That did this. I thought you did. I mean, did we post in the pot? Any, anyways. Oh my gosh, Cameron! I super thought you were getting other people in on this. Oh, I well, well, I just, uh, I thought never All mind. Right. We're the host. Really why bad. would I be doing this? Why? Why me? Oh my gosh, this was very poorly planned, everyone. Also, Stephen bailed at the last minute, so everyone's being incredibly in character. <sighs> um. So, in, <laughs> I don't tell, take blame of, for this. Instead of that's doing in our, our, that's <laughs> so true. Instead of doing our usual year-end wrap-up, where we like have all the different things that were best and worst from the last year, um, Karen and I were just gonna kind of talk about what video games we played. Um, yeah. Since uh, that's uh, that's a lot more laid back, and we don't have to schedule everyone in one room. Um, and also, who cares what our game of the year is like? I'm oh, probably gonna tell you yes. my favorite game this year, but like we don't have to have a debate about which oh, one. Oh is. no! Well, even then, we didn't do that in Wales. Wales, we just shared like you know our biggest surprise of the year, and not even just video games. It would be our you know. Oh, our I guess own we could have done that, but it, 
we would have taken done planning. That, but it would have taken way too much planning. This we, apparently we didn't even want to talk to other people <laughs> uh, to get this planned. Um, but that has been fun in years prior. But this year we're just going to kind of chill and say, towards the end of the year, what? What did, did we play video games this year? Because you know, those of you who don't know, whales are whales. It got started because of video games. That's why I know Cameron is because of video games. TV uh, cast was all about video games. Yeah, yeah, um, and, and even farther yeah. back than that, I met Stephen on a video games forum. Yeah absolutely and so and which is completely like, dead man. now by the way just so really yeah like not even up. like the forums are dead the website behind the forum is dead oh, now too excuse me is this video game podcast <sighs> tell him to get I, on mic or get say, out of my face i i love video games great what was your Bye. favorite one i i don't oh. believe in jack thompson he, what was your favorite video game it was ever um baldur's gate right. really i love baldur's gate Oh, okay. Wow! So I'm looking at the guide to games, like website here, which uh-huh. actually is still here. Wait, really? Um, yeah. GuideToGames.org. No, I went to ChristianAnswers.net. That's not like slash yeah, no. Games. This is super not the the original site. the the oh. The original site was GuideToGames.org, and it it had an actual oh. landing page of of oh. the actual of of the actual like guide to games thing this is just everything was converted into the christian answers which is a garbage website by the way yeah. uh, it's just uh, the, yeah the gar- most garbagey christian propaganda of all time um, so, um but yeah yeah gone. yeah um yeah looking on this it hasn't been updated in a while the sample reviews are super mario strikers <laughs> fire emblem bad the radiance well which- that, it, I, I wrote some of those reviews, and when the when guy not, the games died, I'm not you know? criticizing the reviews. I'm saying how old it is. Yeah, yeah. Hey, there's like, Baldur's Gate. Yeah, yeah. That probably. Yep. There we go. We got Baldur's Gate. We got Dragon Quest Eight. Oh my lord. Um. Wait a sec. I don't even these, think these are these are not our original reviews. These are not guide to game reviews. Wait. Fire really? Emblem Path of Radiance is. Boyward Phil Roand is was one of go. our original guys, but everybody it else got a Christian rating of four out of five. I well, don't even good. know what that means. Well, I'm sure he'll All tell right. you. Yeah, I'm sure he will. Wow. ESPN NFL football 2K5 got a Christian rating of five out of five, though. It is excellently Christian. Anyway. <laughs> I don't, I don't, eh, never mind. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yes. Yes. So this is actually the forum where you and Steven met long, long ago. Yeah. Um and that being said, uh, it's, it's interesting now because I don't play nearly as many video games as I used mm-hmm. to back in the heydays and disembodied voices. I feel like we reached our peak like in 2012. Yeah, we some, something like, straight up happened and we all, I think, kind of at the same time were like, and stop or slow down. Yes, it's like this too many video games. Um, and it was just like, um, what was it like? We did our game of the year that year, mm-hmm. I think. And it was mm-hmm. it was horrible. Oh, and you know, I actually went back and kind of researched, um, mm-hmm. not researched, but I just looked at kind of what game of the year awards were given to games on certain years. Mm-hmm. The 2012 one, which is the one where we had the insane debate that lasted a thousand years, there was not a lot of good games that were out. And so we were not uh-huh. only were we arguing for a trillion years about what's the better game, we were arguing about games yes. that were just not even that great. I mean, it's like... Dishonored. All right, Dishonored or Darksiders 2. Like, yeah. that was the thing. Yeah, that's it. And both of those are pretty fine games, but man, like, Darksiders yeah. or Witcher 3. It's like, oh, well, yep. Witcher 3 is way... But 2012 was not a great year for a five-hour Game of the Year award debate. Basically. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. It was like, it was too much 
for too little. Yeah. Yeah. In the end. But the best new thing in a game was blinking in Dishonored. That so what? Blinking? Oh, blink. Oh, I was like, first, yeah. I was literally like, there was no blinking in that game. What are you talking best about? Best story got The Walking Dead. Okay, um, that was a pretty good story. Yeah, you and I, that was kind of when we kind of played through that game, not together, but we were both playing through the episodes. Really so close like to each catch other. Catch up yeah. with each other. That was really fun. Yeah. Uh, I won like all of the story things. Well, um, yeah, it's because it was two And then two. we had best sense of humor, and the problem is we, we couldn't agree. Zach insisted it was like a Batman 2, you insisted it was Borderlands 2, and we insisted it was like a Lord of the Rings, and we just had <laughs> the winners for all of them. Apparently. We were the worst Cause, podcasters cause... ever! Oh. Because humor is so subjective. Like, how are you going to agree that what's funny? It's like, let me explain the joke to you. How are we still Trust friends me, after this long? I, oh my god! I think gosh. this is why we're still friends. We got better at communicating. I even like the we, next year we were like, screw it. Yes, Everybody gets their own and just it. explains it. <laughs> Absolutely. That was way better. Our best moment. Oh my gosh. Best. Literally. Okay. Now well, I'm going to blame Steven a little bit for he was the one who made up a trillion and a half um we did categories. that we used to do that back in the it was fun we should not have done that many for doing it together <laughs> good lord game of the year though dishonored with darksiders 2 as the runner-up oh, even geez. though steven and i were like come on guys dragon's dogma yeah i don't think you were gonna win that fight yeah i um, really hated that game yeah it was Zach really it. we bonded mm, with him yeah well i'm louder than both of all you guys so <laughs> <laughs> that's so true all right anyway yes we are gonna move on from this i did find an old document i had for 2017 uh okay. game of the year i think it was my personal one. Oh. uh my game of the year for 2017 can you guess what it was i don't even remember what came out yesterday so let me let me go okay probably not gonna help hold then. on hold on breath of the game wild. Of, oh, oh duh yeah breath of the wild yeah. like my favorite game of all time it was mine too <laughs> As in, yeah. it was my game of the year, not my, not your mm-hmm, favorite game of all mm-hmm. time, too. Um, There's a lot of Breath of the Wild in here. I, um, and I think, dang, I love that game. Yep, yep. Um, I think my runner-up was Super Mario Odyssey, even though it was also my biggest disappointment. Yeah, that, that game did not have legs for me anyways. No. Man. Oof. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Okay, anyway, what were you saying? So, I was going to say, you want to mm-hmm. start with this, the, the, the impromptu yeah. thing you were doing with the... Yeah. I was thinking we could do it with the games we've been playing, like the consistently playing throughout the year. Mm, I really like that. Okay. I only have two. Um, so consistently playing throughout the year. Um, yeah. Or well, consistently playing, yeah. you know, like the game you always go yeah. back to. You don't have to play it for the whole yeah. year, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I think the one that actually it made it through the year just barely was Heroes. Heroes, um, yes. Because I still play that once a week with that, uh, that, that group. Mm-hmm. Um, so... That is actually stuck with me. And then I played it a lot with you, like the first, you know, two I mean, we played year. pretty consistently throughout all of yeah. like up past fall or into fall. Maybe? Yeah, was that I think up into like September, or October. We yeah, because that was we had that the was episodes one of mine where as well. we talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that was definitely and what I, I assume Destiny is the other one. Correct. Destiny yeah. Destiny 2 is my other one. Just uh, mm-hmm. I, I've been I've actually have a pretty good relationship with Destiny right now of just uh, yep. picking it up when I want to and going through some content mm-hmm. that's been released in the past couple of months. And then putting it back down again. I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, and I played Destiny 2 with you, and I really enjoyed what we played a bit. Yeah, you barely even scratched the surface, too, man. Oh, I did. Like, almost nothing. But it was was really enjoyable, and it worked incredibly well. And it was, Mm -hmm. like, there was tons of stuff to do. Um, It just seems like, it seems like it's doing what it wants to do very, very well at this point. Yeah, yeah. And it's, of course, always been incredibly good gameplay-wise, so... Mm-hmm. Whatever you do on top of it, as long as you're not yeah. literally 
catching right. your customer's hair on fire you're probably and, it's probably gonna be fun and i think that's what really one of the things that really amazed me about it is like messing with the multiplayer games like um which it basically plays like um like world of warcraft and stuff like that they're so notorious for making you i mean and destiny was the same way it's like oh you want to play with your friend well first play through the entire campaign yeah. and then play through the expansion and then play through the next expansion and once you're about 50 hours in you can uh-huh. actually start playing what the gameplay loop is and actually play current content with your friends yep but with this one it was like an hour and then i was able to start doing stuff with you and immediately see what the game was like and i'm like yep that, that just doesn't that doesn't happen and so i love the whole overhaul they did with it i think that was super neat yeah, and that was just a this year thing. That didn't even, or this year, yeah. I say this in in uh, September. That was just very recent that they did that. And because yeah. you know, a year ago, I would you would have had to do the same thing. It's like, hey, play through the vanilla campaign, then play through the two DLCs, then play through Forsaken, yep. and then you can do the end game with me. Now it's like literally do the intro tutorial kind of stuff. Yeah, and we can go do strikes. Like it's just that it's really cool. I, it has a lot of problems. The the game has a lot of problems, but <laughs> man, it's don't do, it's doing a lot of cool things, especially to meld that mmo and um shooter genres together which nobody does so it's really cool yeah yeah you're actually like warframe i think that's warframe is not man i've never played it it's so okay i I, it does do a lot of things destiny does except it does it way more complicatedly or yeah which of course gives you more ways to customize and play the game whatever but it it leans too heavily into the mmo side of things of like boring yeah really grindy boring quests and also yeah. there's no raids so like get out of my face oh. <laughs> yeah you're like that's that's why i'm doing all of this kind of it's so fun yeah yeah but i think that's the only game that i like i'm looking at my list here that i like have consistently played throughout the whole yeah. year was was heroes um which i don't <laughs> i actually I don't have a strong opinion about where heroes is because i don't play it enough to be able to like judge the game i have fun the literally three matches of it i play a week mm-hmm. um but i don't like have a strong opinion about like whether the game balance or whatnot works with me three matches a week is not enough to really have a feeling for, yeah like, where that game is um yeah but it made me sad that we don't uh that we don't play it anymore i know man, i was like yeah we've been doing that since 2015 um 15 so it's been like five years of playing that it doesn't it actually feels a lot longer than that weirdly it's been yeah. a, it's a long <laughs> I stretch get of what time. You mean yep i remember that you took a trip here we, we started playing it like in march and then you took a trip here in april and immediately you just brought up your laptop when we started playing heroes and it's like we can do this on the internet you're here in person but we still wanted to play it so bad because we had just yeah. started playing it like a, a couple weeks ago yeah it, it, i mean and i i still you know we've we've discussed at length about my thoughts on the game yeah. and I, I still listen to the podcast every week i still <laughs> read the forums i read the patch notes yeah. i literally keep up with the game fully i, yeah. I as much as i would yep. do if i was playing it except i'm just not yeah. actively playing it and it's really that's frustrating so because i'm like oh wow they buffed varian that's cool oh i'm not gonna mm-hmm. play it so oh, yeah. Well. yeah 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 who knows who knows where maybe that's their anomalies will bring something out that really makes yeah. me want to play it again but they're gonna right release now, an anomaly that just like makes cameron like it <laughs> makes vala <laughs> um us. incredibly overpowered and can one shot yeah. a core all right i'm down Let's play it. <laughs> yeah um so that's really the the consistent one so what's next now that we've gone um, over consistent i don't know we could, how, do, how about we talk about like uh, uh mm. i could talk about games that didn't come out this year that i played uh sure why not let's do it yeah we'll do it that way old got, ones let me let me let me pull yeah. out the ones that i did the same thing with um yeah and we can discuss yeah oh yeah because i got a good one for that okay go ahead 
So I'd say like the oldest game I played is Steven and I, as we do about once a year, went back and played the original Star Wars Battlefront. And no, I don't mean the EA um, di- like dice recent Battlefront. Uh-huh. I mean the original Star Wars Battlefront from 2004 <laughs> that we played back in 2004 and became one of our favorite games ever and is backwards compatible on the Xbox. And we just booted up and we fight AI and we're still like, this is the most fun game. <laughs> So the it's new so ones never, never really, um, no. never really captured it for you, huh? No, there's something special about Battle Pandemic. Did you ever play any of the Pandemic's games, like when they're like mercenaries or anything in their kind of heyday around the mid 2000s? Uh, I think I played Mercenaries. They didn't, they didn't make the yeah. first Just Cause, right? No, it was that similar. Was like Just Cause was definitely based after Mercenaries for yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Because in the original Mercenaries, you could blow up anything. Yeah, um, and that was like its big thing. But they just made like really solid games. It was kind of in the middle of that Xbox PS2 era. And they just like the feel of Battlefront is just great. And yes, the AI is dumb as bricks and you can kill a million of them. But I think that's what makes me enjoy it so much more than most online shooters is I just get to it like has the battlefield kind of feel in terms of you get to get in vehicles and do whatever you want and go around the sandbox. But you get to go around and kill like in a Star Wars movie, you can kill 20 or 30 droids before you you're taken down. It's not yeah. like, oh, I got sniped in the head from across the map and I don't yeah. know how it happened and I'm respawning. Yep. That's what really threw me off from the new battlefronts in a certain yeah. sense. I'm like, I just want to run around in the Star Wars sandbox with Steven and play co-op and have fun. Um, and that's what the original battlefront is just so dang good at. So that was really fun. We did that for a couple of weeks. A couple um, of weeks? Yeah, we like jump into it, play a couple matches and then oh, just wow. like it's not yeah it just was like a consistent game we'd go back to um, i'm just surprised it has oh, that another game i'm sure i consistently played throughout the year is smash bros um oh. that came out in 2018 we would go back to that Man. see new characters we we went back to that like once every month or two loved Vandrum and kazooie they were amazing oh yeah um, i never even seen them in action before yet honestly yeah i have cool. not been in to play terry i think he's out Who? um terry from uh king of fighters uh Sure. game dude yeah, yeah. cool um i haven't been in to play him but yeah andrew and Kizu. so I, definitely going back to that a lot i cannot get into smash brothers man i you did when you were here i and it was super fun and then i got home and i haven't literally touched it since like well, i just have no one to play with is that why is that do i you, mean that's why i think it is do you and, and steven literally whenever you play it always just 1v1 each other we don't always just want to be one each other, but it might be we might do a free for all when a friend is over or we might do four player with AI. But I, I never play it alone. Like uh. I've never gotten into Smash Bros. Not that I think it can't be played that way, but it's I don't know. The fun of it to me is that interaction. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't just, blame you for not getting into it. It's fair. Yeah. I, I bet you if I had friends, um, mm-hmm. I probably would play it more Local often. Friends. Just, just play with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so huh, what are some yeah. old games you've played this year? Um, well, I have three and I'll cross over two of them pretty quickly. Um, the first one, these are not, I haven't even beaten one of them yet, but mm-hmm. the first one is Celeste because I got it for free yeah. on Game Pass. I think it was on Game Pass. That is a, yeah. Remember how like nine years ago at this point? Oh my God, that's been so long. I <laughs> was looking for a really, really good platformer and like yeah. my goal in life was to find a platformer that was as good as like yeah. the original Mario's. Celeste was yeah, the first one since that. then. Celeste, Celeste it, it finally, it took nine years, but finally a game, in my opinion, matches Mario in terms of just the movement feeling 
amazing yeah it, it took that well, I saw long that video you sent me about like how they designed the movement and everything and i mean they put the thought into it yeah yeah i mean and when i was watching them design well that video i mean specifically i was like every time they'd be like and we didn't we didn't quite like how the movement was and i was like yes and like and we tweaked it like by a point millimeter of a, of a, of a percentage and then it was perfect and i'm like these people are reading my mind i love it it's so good i just i did no platformer has ever been as smooth as like super mario world until celeste yeah. and now it's it's it's, it's I know it's a different kind of platformer game, but whatever. It's amazingly well controlled, and I loved every second of it. Plus, it has a really good story. So, great game, yep. super duper good. Um, the other one, which is <laughs> pretty funny because it's almost the exact opposite, is The Witcher Three, which I'm actually playing through right now. Oh um, yeah, I. I'm gonna. I've already gotten flack about this a little bit, but I'm gonna get even more flack. I okay, I'm going to just be outraged. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. All right. I dislike everything about The Witcher. <laughs> uh-huh. Be, be outraged. I, I'm waiting for you to finish. Oh, okay. I what do you dislike? The, I hate the combat. I hate the, uh, the movements. The movement in general feels trashy and garbage. Cutscenes are janky. It, it's the the uh, towns and villages mm -hmm. are mm -hmm. boring because it's just like going from mm -hmm. point A to point B. I don't care mm -hmm. about the stats. Leveling up feels bad. Magic sucks. I hate alchemy. I mm -hmm. hate everything about The Witcher. Mm -hmm. Except the uh -huh. story and writing <laughs> is super yep. duper crazy, um, unbelievably good. Um, and I don't even mean yeah. like the story is like, you know academy award winning you know screenplay type of good it's just no matter what you're doing in that world it's never literally ever just oi could you help me catch some pigeons i need three pigeons uh -huh. for my pigeon stew and gerald's like well i'm a witcher and i'm gonna go murder the pigeons for you it's uh -huh. never it's mm -hmm. never that it's like no and wench my pigeons have escaped but these are not ordinary pigeons they are possessed by satan himself please dear witcher would you if you get my so, demon pigeons wait, wait. Am, am i getting the correct feeling that this is just normal rpg quests except they're yelling at you the whole time no, is but that they're, they're demons. For they're demons usually is what I'm getting at. No, so they're demonically <laughs> yelling at you the yes. whole time. No, <laughs> every sounds... every story feels <laughs> like if this was a real world and it was this okay. kind of magic and there okay. was witches and wizards and warlocks and yes. sorceresses, this would be the things people would ask of somebody coming around who's got a sword on their back and can do things. They, they're not just yes. like, can you gather me an egg? They're like, okay. all right, listen. There's a there's a demon spirit possessing this branch yep. that's literally stopping us from eating these apples off this tree. Could you go t kill the the stupid p demon possession of branch? And he's which is like, well, I mean, you should probably get a sorcerer for that. And they're like, yeah, but you're here. You can just go do it. And it's like it just every and, and I'm talking about every single uh -huh. mission is it has has substance and interesting things. Every one of them. It doesn't matter if it's the smallest side mission inside of a regular mission. It's like there's substance sus substance in everything yeah. it's yeah. baffling to me how they did this <laughs> yeah that's crazy because it seems like it's also a very large game with very yeah. very many quests yeah but that's that's super cool to me that like okay we've basically come to accept that the blow of an rpg is that there's a world and you need stuff to do in the world and so people will ask you to do things because 
we want to integrate it into the story. And so ever since the days of Dungeons and Dragons, you walk up to a person and the person says, I need you to do this. And then you have something to do. The Witcher seems to be the fantasy world that's like, yes, because that's literally your in-world job is you're a person who goes around doing random tasks for people. And because it's your in-world job, we're going to make sure that all these tasks make sense for the person you are to do. Mm-hmm. So like instead of Zelda, where it's like you're a kid from a forest. So this person is asking you to find their sheep. Like, why are they asking a random kid <laughs> from a forest to find their sheep? That makes no sense mm-hmm. at all. Well, in this, it's like, yes, you are this mercenary guy. So people are going to be asking you to do something that makes sense for your role. And so I don't know. It, it sounds like they're actually taking every um, because the, the premise makes sense. They don't have to have that. What would you say? They don't ever have to suspend their disbelief and they, they can yeah. stay in character the entire time. Yeah, and it, that's actually, I hadn't actually thought about it like that, because I, I was thinking of it from a different angle, but you're totally right, that it, 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 it makes, and a lot of the times, you know, you might walk up to a, a, a town, and someone sees a sword on your back, and is like, Wait, uh, sorceress, sorceress, there's a chicken on fire eternally in our graveyard, would you please put him out, and you can just say, I'm uh-huh. a witcher, get out of my face, like, you can say that, it's uh-huh. like, uh, like, well, please, just cut its head off, and you're like, I'm a, go away, I'm a witcher, I mean, it just, it, it never feels like characters are coming up to you with tasks, they always, and it, and you can tell that they put a lot of work into that, because sometimes you'll get the odd, the one where it's like, well, that's a fetch quest, but usually, it's so ingrained and woven into the world and the story that you just never notice, like, there's yeah. a side i'm trying to remember there's a side mission that i just randomly found i, I i'm sure you people are you're, you're supposed to find it because it's like the first place you go off the beaten path but it it, mm-hmm. I, it felt like to me it was completely randomly and it was a grave and i was like oh what's this mm. grave and it was dug up um and, and i went down in there and there was i'm trying to remember it, this is when i played it a while back and there was just this random like troll who was possessing the people inside of the grave and raising them from the dead and I had to go Lovely. through this big, but he was sentient. And he was like, "Well, please, well, don't, don't kill me." I mean, don't, don't kill me. I'm that he had like a backstory. This this random troll who was possessing and raising people from the dead. And Gerald's like, Gerald's like, "Well, you, uh, you, you can't be doing that, son." I, I don't know. It it uh-huh. that was just something I randomly found, and somebody could totally not have found that. And it was like an yeah. hour long, interesting. You know, the gameplay wasn't interesting, but an hour long, yeah. interesting story about this weird demon raising troll and, right and, I, and I, something i love crazy. about that is i haven't read the witcher books Me so um i'm not super well versed in it but from what i remember of them is it's a bunch of collection of like short stories following this oh, guy's life they? i think so i think a lot oh. of them were at least the one i read the first one is like an anthology of short stories i don't know if it kept up with that format but <clears throat> that seems to fit these ideas of a lot of interesting little quest lines like um it's almost feels like a short story anthology at that point mm-hmm. where it's like you just wander around and then you have this little short story and over here for this little short story and it's almost like yeah, the way you describe it is like that little troll story was an hour self-contained worthwhile yeah little fable in its own sense yeah. um yeah I, I i played the witcher one and the witcher two mm-hmm. i stopped playing the witcher one because it was mm-hmm. so unplayable in yes. my opinion from a gameplay uh perspective you're not wrong and it's it, um, completely the unplayable two, the witcher two i forced myself through but it never clicked the game always felt off uh-huh. and i don't really look back on it fondly right um i just so, not much stuck with me one of my problems with the witcher 2 though is i include the story as something that felt awkward and off okay, it never clicked yeah. with me either yeah so i don't know if the witcher 3 is different or not 
I, well, I haven't played much Witcher 2, so I, and I also mm-hmm. don't like a lot of the gameplay in Witcher 3, so you can take my opinion however you feel yeah. like it. But it, from what I played of Witcher 2 and what I've heard of Witcher 2, I feel like the, the Project City uh, Red went insane with the story, specifically were like, do, they wanted to do exactly what I was talking about. No, mm-hmm. nothing to feel like a side quest. Everything was just the story mm-hmm. of The Witcher. And so... If honestly, you and Steven might find some enjoyment in The Witcher just because they throw it, throw it down to easy mode like I'm doing and just, yeah, it's literally called Tell Me a Story and just role play, you know, Geralt in, in, in this world. Yeah. I guarantee you're going to find something interesting in, in, yeah. in the story somewhere, even if you don't follow the main quest line. Um, yeah. It's pretty bloody and violent and gory. I don't know how. Yeah, uh, it's dark Steven. fantasy. I get the genre. I get yeah. what it's. Yeah. yeah. Um, Where it's but yeah, there. I was pleasantly because hmm. I've tried to play it like four times, and finally I just what inspired said, you it. to go back to it this time. <sighs> probably the which is ironic because I actually haven't watched it yet. Probably the Witcher uh, TV show on Netflix. Oh yeah, um, right, right. I was yep. gonna watch it, and I was like, I don't have Netflix. Oh, I'll play Witcher. That's a problem. Um, and then yeah. I I actually downloaded. I actually bought it on Steam again because it was on sale. And then I, I realized my save files were on Xbox. I'm like, I can't start this game over again. I can't go through this intro horribleness, boring, slow thing again. Oh, yeah. And so then I was like, well, I just redownloaded it on Xbox. And so I did. And I'm like nice. 50 hours in now. So who knows is where that is in the game story? Pass? Yes. Huh. Um, not the Maybe game we'll of the year edition, but just the regular yeah. version. Yeah. Um, That's great. Uh, but I guess very quickly, since I spent a lot of time on this, mm-hmm. I just wanted to talk about why I don't like the rest of it. I really don't like the yes. combat. I really don't like mm-hmm. it. It, it mm-hmm. feels like. I mean, Ben had a really good counterpoint about how you're supposed to buff your weapons and, and take yeah. elixirs and potions that buff you against certain things. And yeah. your magic isn't really offensive. It's more like reactive. Um, yeah. But it just it's just an evolution of the Arkham third-person fighting system. And I just don't care about yeah. that anymore. I just gave up. It, it's, it's heavy, light attack, dodge, parry. And I'm like, yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can layer as much as you want underneath all these systems of dodge, t- yeah. heavy, well, it's also what Assassin's, yeah, Assassin's Creed went through for a long time. And yeah, yeah and so, even the new Assassin's Creed yeah. is the same thing. It's still attack, yeah. dodge, yeah. parry. And mm-hmm. I just can't do... I don't... Apparently, I just don't like third-person um, uh, medieval combat games at all. <laughs> i just not, not mm, a fan. Yeah, I you just couldn't don't... get into the Souls version of it either. Could yeah. You? Oh, I really got Souls talk tanks. later in this episode. Yeah, that, that's basically uh, why I, I'm, I'm, I struggle with the gameplay is because I just really yeah. don't like the very underlying combat. I'm it sounds think, cool. Is but... there a third-person sword game that has combat you like? Well, Zelda. Yeah, Zelda's pretty good. I don't just know. Lock what... on. Let me think. Why do I like Zelda? Because it seems super. Because it's it's like, it's just super simple. It honestly, it yeah. just gets the job done. It's it's one attack slash, and then you have a shield. There's no, I mean, there is like you can. I guess you can dodge a little bit, but you don't really. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Zelda combat isn't. It's you're not going to be locked into combat arenas for a very long time. There, did you like Auto Four combat? Yes, I did. There you go. Um, There's a sword third person. Very much like. so, and I yeah. guess the reasoning why would be because it probably has its roots in a hack and slash game which i really like it does feel a lot. a lot more like a devil may cry than an assassin's creed uh, on more foreshadowing um, some more games i have to talk about later today Ooh, yeah um, i'm just i'm just knocking all of them here i mean here's the thing i played the witcher 2 yeah through the entire thing the combat still didn't click i was trying to get into it it was the clunkiest weirdest yeah. combat yeah. that i'm like this is like this is like a, it's just 
being it's like when you type on a keyboard but you're just like one row off by accident and then you look up and you're like oh i just typed the completely wrong word and that's what the combat felt it's like it's close to being right it, it approximates what third person combat should be but it's just weird and the rune system felt like I don't know if this is what actually happened, but it felt like they mentioned eight or nine different spells in the books. And I'm like, well, those are the spells we have to use, even though they're not that interesting and don't work that well in a video game format and are just kind of clunky. And then I remember being able to like super cheese it by just waiting for the paralyzed spell to come back on over and over again or something. I don't know. I just remember the whole thing being very strange. Yeah. Especially when it came to some of the boss fights. And it just always felt hacked together in a way that didn't low um yeah i haven't played much of the witcher 3 i played like the first fight in it like a couple years ago i would say so they I made it but it felt similar they made it less jank but it's still yeah. jank i think honestly yeah. um again coming from someone who doesn't like it I, you probably yeah. can dip your sword in so, rat blood or something and it's fun, more fun of, but whatever of games from previous years that have uh -huh. amazing stories but very clunky third person combat we played vampire this year oh vampire vampire and that we played on your yeah, recommendation yeah specifically your recommendation you played yeah. through it and you're like this game is stressing me out i have to stop playing it but yep. you guys would like it yeah like, that was that was such a my god this is this the worst i get it but i hate this game <gasps> steven and brian would love this game <laughs> literally it was the first thing i thought when i quit playing it for the last time yeah. and the first time <laughs> <laughs> and it made me so happy because i'm like cameron gets us he knows our game style yeah. And we started playing it and we're just like, yep, from the just the, the first beat, um, it was just like, oh, this game is itself. Like, it's not <laughs> just, oh, it's a third person action game or it's not just it's a Dark Souls game. Like, yeah, the, the combat is kind of Dark Soulsy, but like from the menus to the story to the weird systems they have, the entire game seemed to be built from the ground up to be specifically what it is, which is you are a doctor in a dilapidated uh, London's uh, I think it might actually be London, but like uh, English town that's falling apart. And um, you are also a vampire and you're having to balance the idea of being this, uh, you know, 1800s doctor during a play or early 1900s doctor during a plague while at night also having to be a vampire. And it's that's the genre. It's mm. like it's so <laughs> everything is built around making that experience interesting rather than doing a normal genre and then putting some skin yes on. and that's, that's something that i really just well about so much really well um, put, yeah. that being said that it's not always fun <laughs> it's like <laughs> a massive slog the combat's pretty bad the frame rate actually jumps down a lot you run across the same like similar looking city streets over and over and yeah. over again yeah it's extremely stressful but like the core concept of the game we it was an interesting game because we bumped it up to hard, not because we liked the combat, but because the fact that the game is challenging forces you to make decisions because the only way you can really level up in hard mode is by murdering NPCs, like murdering story critical, important, actual characters that you talk to and get to know, like in a Bioware game or something. Mm -hmm. And the only way to level up is finding is killing them as a vampire and, and sucking out their, their lifeblood. And so at some point you get stuck on a boss and you're like, I cannot beat this boss. Who are we going to kill? And <laughs> it's fascinating because the game kind of knows that this is going to be a conundrum for you. And some people you have to like you, your mesmerized level goes up throughout the game. So if you're early in the game, some people are just too powerful for you to be able to mesmerize and kill. So you're stuck with, you know, 
the low level people in the beginning of the game and different people have different amounts of XP. But what's really evil about the game is that the way that you make and this doesn't really make sense from a lore perspective, but whatever, the way that you make someone worth more experience points when you kill them is to learn more about them. Yeah, so, become friends with them, basically. Exactly. So by the time you kill someone, you know their life story, you know things about them. <laughs> and fortunately, and sometimes you find out literally they're a serial killer, and that makes your job a little bit easier. Oh. And then other times you find out they're just trying to provide for their sick mother and just have uh, all these different, like, just life stories where you just might get to know them. And even, like, this gang leader, you start telling jokes with him and kind of learning who he is and you're like okay this is my friend and i've helped him with a few different little side tasks and now i just have to murder him and when you murder someone it's extremely haunting it did you ever do that in the game uh the only i only killed the, the first person you're kind of required right. to kill or something so no not yeah. really and when you do it like in another uh situation it just the music dims out and you it just plays this haunting like choir in the background and your character's eyes just turn like yellow and you hear the person like they kind of Assassin's Creed style. The person you kill mm -hmm. gives their last like line, um, their last like death soliloquy, or they might be like afraid to die or they might have this regret or they might be peacefully going to die or whatever it is. But they like they have their weird little death death soliloquy. And then once they're dead, you get you get a more full bio about them and kind of learn more about their life. And it's like very haunting when you do it. <laughs> and so like playing through this game and getting to know this town so intimately and wanting to protect the town so carefully and we had this in, but having to murder the people to protect it it was like really got me like feeling part of these moral quandaries in a way that a game never really has before That's and there awesome. was this one point that basically there's like a sanity meter in each like district like there are four districts and each district has like i don't know 10 to 12 people in it and they all have their own you know like like so many games do like the overtaken meter like how hostile is this place and i'm just like okay when it's more hostile that has higher level enemies and you don't want it to dip down too much so you want to keep giving people medicine and kind of doing good things and, and making good story decisions and at some point we had made some critical story decision and killed a guy um in that town and we went to sleep which is kind of what makes the the game move forward is every time you go to sleep and level up it'll like stuff can happen in the world and we went to sleep and we woke up, we're like, oh, in this district, it looks like the decision we made is pretty bad. And the person we killed is pretty bad. The, uh, the sanity meter dropped down to like the bottom. And we looked at the map and every NPC in the um, in the entire district had been murdered by vampires. Oh, the, the entire district in one night. Twelve people, like 25 percent of the NPCs in the game were wiped out. And there, there was no safe slot we could go back to. We just we we were just like appalled it was just this moment and we just wandered the streets looking for people and they were all gone and it was this moment of like i had not seen that kind of permanence hit me in a game like ever it was a crazy moment what so, caused it what was it something you it, did there was a basically at the end of each district you make this you can make a pivotal decision we decided to let this guy live who is who is kind of this vampire character who is questionably moral and so instead of killing him we let him live and then at that same night, we also murdered one of the people in the district to get more experience. And so those two things combined just plummeted the level all at once. And we had no ability to pull it back out. And we had no idea that was the consequence. It was one That's of the most crazy. Like, jarring experiences in a game to be like, oh, no, we were worried. Like, can we even beat the game now? Are we going to have to murder literally all of our friends now because we let this entire district go? So, yeah, it was a very, very cool game. 
The ending was pretty interesting. I, I mean, it felt like it stuck the landing in the story fairly well overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was a good story, very interesting game. But it was basically poor Dark Souls combat, so I got really sick of that by the end. Yeah, I, that, I mean, that was basically the reason I stopped. Well, I mean, that was not that was one of the reasons I stopped playing. The, the main yeah. one being I could not deal with making friends with fifty people or whatever. Um, it was so much dialogue. Like, yeah, it was ridiculous. Yep. Yep. Yeah, pretty good um, acting I'm, in it too. Yeah, I'm glad I was able to immediately figure out that you guys would like it. I yes. just, I, I just, I'm really glad something because you know, well, I didn't buy it, but my friend, mm-hmm. my friend bought it on on, on our account, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, ah, I don't yep. know why you bought that. And then I was like, oh, Stephen and Brian, so it worked out. <laughs> yeah, we didn't play it, did. it you did. and it was on Game Pass by the time we played it. So, oh yeah, well, he a paid sixty dollars for it. This year so. was on on Game Pass. So yeah, any other stuff from previous years you played this? Uh, this year uh yes i have one more um i need to go get okay. some more water really quick though sure. so i will be right back um uh, entertain the fellows the, the folks with uh a, a shanty oh a shanty i'm gonna look up sea shanty and we are going to um let's see sea shanty best sea shanties from top sea shanty that's kind of hard to say sea shanty list.com um oh shoot they don't have lyrics here apparently the number one is roll the old chariot along so we're going to look up lyrics for this. I have no idea what the tune is. So we're going to just figure this out while we go from David Coffin. Oh, a drop of Nelson's blood wouldn't do its auto playing. OK, sorry. Um, oh, a drop of Nelson's blood wouldn't do us any harm. Oh, a drop of Nelson's blood wouldn't do us any harm. <laughs> I'm not giving this a good melody. Oh, a drop of Nelson's blood wouldn't do us any harm, and we'll all hang on behind. So we'll roll oh, old the old chariot along, and we'll roll the golden chariot along. So we'll roll oh, old the old chariot oh, along. Oh, you're still going, huh? And we'll all hang on all right, behind. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and stop you right there. It sounded really right. great. Um, it, I was I'll having. My... I spent most of the time looking it up. I'll get my uh, my 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 agent right on your. I'll get him right on <laughs> your line, you. and also my lawyer. Um, <laughs> oh no, okay. you had a copyright to that. Uh, okay, we're gonna go with yeah. Um, All right. Okay, so I don't know what possessed me. I have one more. Uh, I don't know oh, what possessed mm-hmm. me. Um, mm-hmm. but I decided to play and beat Final Fantasy VIII. Um, oh right. And so, for those of you who don't know, I will briefly go over my history with this game. It was my first Final Fantasy game. Ah, it's not true. Mm-hmm. It was the first one that I owned myself, and so the first one that I played through a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And I had very fond memories of the game being really good and the story being really dumb, but I never yeah. beat it. I was on the final boss, and I remembered my dumb idiot child self used the Game Shark, um, mm. or whatever it was at the time, and I yeah. leveled all my characters up to, to level, like, you know, whatever, 99, and so everyone had super insane health. Um, but that game does not work like that. That game works by your magic. Um, and so I didn't use a cheat for my magic. And so what I, what it does, what the levels do do in that game is they scale the enemies very highly. Um, but what it doesn't do is that game shark turned on you. (laughs) It was not great. So basically I could survive anything, but I couldn't do any damage because my magic was so crap. Um, so I never beat it. I never beat it. And of course I couldn't go back on my save file. So. I don't know what possessed oh. me, but I decided to replay it, and actually, I didn't decide to beat it. I just decided to replay it, and I ended up beating it. Um, and it was wow. pretty cathartic. Cathartic, yeah. Is um, it still your favorite Final Fantasy? 
That's a good question. I don't really know if I yeah. have a good, my favorite Final Fantasy. I think not fifteen. Fifteen's fine. Like you, you loved fifteen when you it played was, it. What it happened? was good. It it was great. It just it's. I don't know if any of the Final Fantasy games are actually good. Like I completely agree with you. Okay, so going into eight, being a full grown adult, that mm. his mind is mostly formed and is can mm. make decent logical decisions alone. Mm. Uh, mm. Final Fantasy games are so, except for fifteen. Fifteen, I think, finally bucked the trend. Final Fantasy games are so linear. They're yeah, just I know. They're straight lines. And, I, and okay, I, I guess, remember when, when Steven and I were, I don't know, fairly young. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, when we loved exploration in games. Like, that is why, especially an RPG, would, would engage us. And I remember looking at a video of Final Fantasy X and finding out that it literally had an arrow the whole time just pointing you what direction you needed to go. Yeah. And I watched a video of it, and I'm just like, why would that even be interesting? Why would I ever want to play an RPG that railroaded me like that? Yeah. And yeah. Um, I mean, that's kind of what I came away from that game uh, as an adult was, mm-hmm. is that, holy crap, this is, I mean, again, you can do side quests, but I don't wanna. I just wanted to Yeah, I don't remember do the side quests ever being in, yeah. Well, and especially in that area, there was no like, here's yeah. your list of side quests. It was, hey, no. if you talk to this guy in this random town, he'll tell you yeah. to do some stuff in a random order. And if you forget that you were doing something for him and you don't know what the next option is, bummer. Yeah. Like, that's what yeah. the side quests were back then. And so yeah. the, the fun comes from the systems, which, yep. sure, I mean, there are, this is not me saying all linear games are stupid, or even saying no, all of RPG not. linear games are stupid. Uh-huh. You can have a good RPG that's linear, but also the systems are kind of stupid in Final Fantasy VIII, too. Uh-huh. And I didn't, and I didn't realize how actually stupid, insane, dumb they were. Like, the game doesn't <laughs> care. You can beat the game at level 10. It's actually better to beat the game at level 9, because it scales enemies by your level, but you get your power from magic draws and magic in this game is not an mp meter it's individual like i have five fire i cast one now i have four which makes sense but then the only way you get magic is by drawing from enemies and the more magic you have which you then connect connect with your regular abilities so like attack and you know summon and items if you if you connect a certain magic to a certain ability like fire to attack your attack will do more cool except what that does is it makes you have to sit there and put an enemy to sleep and then draw a hundred stacks of fire from a single enemy for one character and then do it two more times for the other two characters for like 20 30 different kinds yeah. of magic it's so stupid sorry i'm getting a little heated but it's just <laughs> the stupidest yeah. system and in on in, on paper it actually makes a lot of sense it's kind of cool you know you get oh my gosh i just drew blizzagara or whatever and it yeah. it made my attack go really high but what it actually ends mm-hmm. up is, is oh this enemy has blizzagara okay put him to sleep okay draw 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 yeah. 10 yeah. minutes later, draw. Okay, you got 100 stack for one person. Cool, do it again. Draw, draw. It's yeah. mid and, oh, and then you have to switch characters. Which oh, you no. have to manually switch magic to one character to the other. It's. No, I'm just. I'm miserable. having too many flashbacks to playing different Japanese RPGs that frustrated me. And I don't want to make myself enemies with Zachary even more than I am. So I will <laughs> refrain from this conversation. But I will say, I get what you mean. <laughs> Yeah, and then the only thing that, I mean, no, lots of things changed. The only good that came out of beating Final Fantasy VIII was, well, I guess the fact that I beat it, which was pretty cool, finally. Yeah. It's like, it was like an end of an era. 
But then the story is actually really good. <laughs> that's good. Um, that's, which is the opposite really of what good. I thought. The, the, the story, you know, everyone makes fun of is Squall, whatever. Ooh, I'm such, I'm yeah. so emo. He, he, he says whatever like twice. Um, uh-huh. And it's actually until the end where it kind of goes insane, which is still fun, but it kind of goes insane. It's actually a really easy to follow story that's interesting. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, the, the Final Fantasy game that Steven fell in love with the 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 story of not because he played through it, but because he listened to the music and watched the cutscenes was six. six. Yeah, and yeah, so I've come to be like I I hear that these do have good stories. Like they weren't just good because. Uh, you know, they were the only games of stories when they came out. Right. <laughs> like, it does sound like there were some legitimately good stories. In and 15 had, like, a, a crazy cool story. I don't think games mm-hmm. have done, really, which was the band of four buddies just being yeah, buddies. Yeah, and... that was really cool. Rad, I, really I didn't good. get very far in it, but I loved the concept, the, the road trip. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was a cool idea. Um, um, so let's see, okay. what do I have from last? I'm pretty much done with okay. previous year games. I also, well, both of us got back into Overwatch, so that, that's mm, been yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, I continue playing Hearthstone. You know, they were, were releasing that new single player stuff, so I mm-hmm. played a lot of that. And yep. I don't. I think that newest expansion. I haven't touched that at all. But that Dragon expansion is out now. But I haven't played that in a while. I did play the um, auto chess Hearthstone mode. Uh huh. I got pretty bored. Cool. So that's that. <laughs> <laughs> I played some auto chesses too, and I got pretty bored. Yeah. I probably didn't that's know what I, I was doing. To you but... already, though. I know why Ben loves it. So it's a deck building game, and by that, what I mean, okay, is I think I tried to explain this to you before as well. Is like there are games where you create a deck, and then you play the game with the deck you created, and yeah. that's like Magic or Hearthstone. Then there are games where the gameplay is building a deck, and that's mm-hmm. like Dominion. And I've never had fun on those kind of games for yeah. whatever reason i don't like that style of game of like building your deck uh, gamifying the the building of the deck i want yeah. to play a game with a deck i built for whatever reason combining those two has always felt wrong to me and it feels like your deci- it feels like your decision making is so divorced from the actual outcomes that it 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 even though i know that there's strategy it feels like it's out of my control yeah, because I feel like, well, I guess I made these decisions to build my deck, but at the moment I'm just drawing cards and there's nothing I can really do. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I really like the feel of card games where like you build a deck, but then you get to go in. And my favorite part is the moment by moment decision making where you're choosing what to attack and you're like, you know, seeing the battle actually play out. And so, right. yeah, I, it's just <clears throat> never worked for me. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't particularly love um trading or you know card games i guess is the answer where you build your own deck because i was never very good at building the deck i i played magic and Yu-Gi-Oh and 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 all these card games and i just never was actually good mm -hmm. at like putting a deck together that was i never i never i never got it and so that means i also don't like auto chess because it's the same thing so my favorite way to the thing that i absolutely landed on was my favorite way to play card games is um limited or drafting card games where you are given a limited pool of cards, either by opening packs or Hearthstone's Arena. You create a deck, and then you have that deck, and you start playing matches with it. That was definitely that what so, stressful. Me the most. so um, stressful. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I always drafting a magic was my favorite thing to do in that as well. But I totally know what you mean about deck building. I was never particularly great at that either. Mm-hmm. Um, I would mostly either play with net decks on Hearthstone where other people created it and I would just tweak it and play them online or I would do drafting. Um, That's so, yeah, a really cool feature of Hearthstone, by the way, because I, I played a little bit yeah. this year too, weirdly, and mm-hmm. the, the ability to copy and paste the deck into Hearthstone, yes. that was pretty cool. 
yeah there's that's that's been really good in it and but yeah i can't really comment on whether hearthstone did a good auto chessy thing or not because it's just not a genre game i like but yeah seemed competent um, um okay so here do you yeah, okay that's everything, se- I think. separate the um the mm-hmm. game you have that you think is your favorite this year your game of the year or whatever Ooh, um, okay the rest of them that are left is there yeah. anyone you want to talk about at length or do you do you want to just go through like one at a time you go i go you go i go and, and say something quick about Let's the remaining just pop games through the rest yeah okay i have i'm pulling out my 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 favorite yeah, me too and then i let me, yeah, already talked about that already talked about those uh okay so the I'm, last the last one i have from previous years oh was sorry yeah the, sorry we tried last guardian and oh yeah then, no that's yeah not a good game. I love that developer. I loved even Eco and I love Shadow of the Colossus yeah. and Last Guardian. Like I said to you, it's like game designers didn't actually work on it. It's like yeah, they no. built a big environment and never thought about how it would actually work. And it just yeah. got too frustrating. So I, I wonder if you got farther than I did, because I feel like I got far, but I just The problem is it's like I don't even what are milestones in that game? I'm yeah, like, like what's the I climbed ambition? across a bridge. Like um yeah, I, yeah. there's there's no memorable thing I can point to. So I mean kudos anyway. to Sony for putting it out. But like yeah. maybe it was okay to cancel scalebound. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Yeah. Sometimes honestly people yeah. spent their lives on, I don't know, man. It was yeah, it was art. Man, uh, is Trico great. Like they animated him. Yeah. I mean, that was about the only Trico. redeeming quality of that game was that I wish Trico it was they fun had, to play with. <laughs> I wish they had pivoted and made it an animated movie. I wish they were just like, okay. Or just I don't know. The interactivity of Eco. You're right. You're right. I mean, it could have sucks. It, like trying to yeah. make him go somewhere you wanted him to go sucked. <sighs> but, but like playing with him and getting him a You're stick right. or he ate boxes for some reason, mm-hmm. getting him boxes and petting him on it the tummy. It should have just been, hey, you Pikachu, but with Trico. Bam! Sell it to Nintendo, <laughs> put it on the Switch. Dude. All right, here we go. Are you ready to go through the rest of the games? Now, all yes. these games did actually come out this year and I played them. Um, All of mine did as well. Yes, so. All right. And uh, I'm just going to read them in the order I've got them here. Okay. Um, Are we, we want to we'll go, go back, back and, and forth? forth? Okay. Yeah. yeah. First one I've got is Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Oh. Is that on did, your did, list? Did you no? Did you like the original? We we originally played the original. Like we bought like a bunch oh, we of different games at once. That's right. And it was one of the many we played, and we only got maybe two or three dungeons into it. And we loved, you know, saw the chain chomps and just the goofy style of it, and fed mm-hmm. the alligator a can of dog food, and it was like, this is hilarious. Like, what is this game? And <laughs> it's like, what an interesting, strange dream like Zelda game. And so this is the first time we like really dedicatedly played through it, and it was just like I. It feels like a mobile Zelda game, which is like Link to the Past Lite. And yeah. already I didn't love the gameplay of Link to the Past. And yeah. playing a Link to the Past Lite almost just felt time wasty. Yeah. That's where I'm like, eh, yeah. Not, yeah. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we, I think yours? we had this discussion basically, but yep. yeah, I agree. 2D, I think we came to the conclusion that we don't like 2D Zelda games. Um, yeah. Okay. My next one is Devil May Cry 5. Um, Ooh. what a game that i was not expecting to literally sit down and beat in two days and also what Man. a game that i didn't expect to have a really really good interesting and fun story like the, huh. the combat's super great which and i love the new dude nero that's not not nero uh i don't uh-oh, know emo uh-oh. emo guy with the raven was just yes. awesome you didn't you didn't fight as him you just read a book it was so great um whoa it doesn't keep it to take itself seriously it's the most campy yeah. ridiculous but like right on that line of all right, this is too much, and uh, this is not mm-hmm. enough. It it balances it perfectly. Um, it made me literally snore it, laugh out loud at one point. It, the joke was so funny, it killed me. Uh, 
just super surprising game that I just really loved, and I think people overlook it a lot. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's um I don't think about it very often, but no one it's does. like <laughs> Yeah, it actually sounds I mean, I love Devil May Cry 4, actually. Oh, I it's so I played four ago. too. And I mean you're gonna get people telling you that one and three are better than four, and I think five is way better than four. Like you nice. know the the campiness of that should have been the one to fill your dark soul with light. Oh yeah, they would. They, in, imagine five did something exactly like that, except they played it in, in a perfect way that it actually was funny and not like trying mm. to be ridiculous. It was just okay. such a crazy interesting game, and it looks really pretty. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I and I love the combat in four. Like Devil yeah. May Cry was one of the coolest combat systems I've ever played in the game. It, so. it basically take Devil May Cry four and add a little bayonetta, yeah. and you got Devil May Cry five. Ooh. So here's one I played with you. Satisfactory. Yep. Uh, oh, that was this year too? Yeah. What? Okay. Yeah, that was like six months ago. Oh I my think. God. This uh, has been a long time. Man, year. was that fun. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yep. I did not expect to get lost into that the way we did and create our super highway of stuff. Like, dang. Satisfactory. That was good. That was. And then it was, it, for me anyways, I don't know about you, but ended. for me it was like, crash landed yep. just was done yes. with it do you well the problem is okay so it's a game of which you you combine comp it, like what's it, what's the other <laughs> game that is just like oh factorio it. factorio it's factorio in 3d so you're com you're creating a a factory to automate and and like turn um iron into screws into this and you're creating all these conveyor belts and trying to create this factory that basically auto generates parts um forever and so we made it our goal to create one super highway system that would feed all the stuff into it that would create every part in the game, basically mm -hmm. in the beta form of the game we were playing. Yes. And once we did that, it, it, it was really fun to constructing the blueprint of how we were actually going to get that do was in, done was incredibly satisfying. We came yes. up with some interesting engineering solutions that were that was extremely satisfying just to be given this tool set, create a goal for ourselves and reach that that specific goal that we set for ourselves with yep. the tool set we had having to overcome some very difficult challenges along the way to make that happen and also do some incredibly tedious things i'm still having nightmares about building <laughs> up the the yeah. like the, yeah. having to build the conveyor holders up Scaffolding i was in charge up. of that stupid project and had to make <laughs> so many of them i remember multiple nights of us deliriously oh. staying up until like 3 or 4 a.m or something <laughs> stupid just like building 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 oh. but when we were done with that it was a combination between we reached our goal and having to add more stuff into our system would have required tearing so much of the system down that yeah. I couldn't stomach it. And I'm like, this is like a beautiful glass house I built that I will never, ever touch because yeah. I don't want to break it all. Yeah, because I mean, I think when we were getting towards the end of building it all, yeah. they did an update where it's like now there's, yeah. I don't know, nickel or something. And I was like, yeah. all right, Brian, no. I'm going to start adding nickel into our highway. And I remember I yeah. specifically remember I went back there and I was like. Yeah. All right, so the nickel deposit is over, uh, um, and, uh, and it was just like, mm -hmm. where do I even start yeah. with this, this just, garbage? It breaks, it, it breaks everything. And yeah. yeah, and it was like, okay, well, maybe we should redo the whole platform bottom. And then it's like, well, then we should probably redo the top platform, and then we should probably redo yeah. the highway. And then it's like, all right, I want to Like, I'm die. already getting stressed out being like, oh, no, we need to create multiple computer chips. And it's like. That means we have to feed. How, wait, how many steel bars do we have? That's like, no, 4,000 iron bars. Yeah. What do we do? <laughs> yeah, I can't. It's it's stressing me out even thinking about it now. So like, 
That was fun, though. I really it appreciated was. it. And we uh, got maybe jetpacked, someday so we we'll won. go back. Maybe someday we'll right. go back and yeah. and start from scratch and Ooh. and like now that we understand the the scale of things, maybe we can like yeah. really 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 make it super smooth like <laughs> start with a thousand iron factories you know yeah. that kind of thing i, I think yeah. that would be kind of cool maybe in the yeah. future what is your next one uh gears five wow mediocre oh hey that's on mine too because steven and i tried to play the horde mode oh yeah <laughs> that was the worst experience it was oh. so bad well, because, okay, the like, horde was okay. What was, what was your problem with it? I have never played a horde mode before, so I'm not commenting on this in general, but the reason that it was so bad is in split screen, the text is unreadable. Oh. Absolutely unreadable text. And so we were getting into it, having to, like, sit, like, you know, right in front of our TV and squint our eyes, and, it, like, there were just so many, like, weird systems on top of each other, like, oh, wait, build this thing here, and, like, wait, what kind of gun do I have? And did we get matched in a party with someone? And there was, like, we couldn't read what the score was, and I just felt, I felt so, <laughs> like, claustrophobic and confused by the whole thing. Okay. They were just like, okay, we're not gonna do this. I'm gonna defend the gears a little bit. It, it There's right. absolutely a text increase size option in the menu. I tried um, it, the okay. accessibility menu. I mean, there is. It's there. Oh, um, it, I may have missed it. I thought I um, tried. Everything. Secondly, the horde mode definitely has a lot. I mean, it used it originally was like kill bad guys. Yeah, that's uh, what I was hoping for. I thought it was just going to be super simple. That's what I was hoping there were, like, for. Like currency systems and cards, and I'm just like, no, yeah. I don't want any of this. Yeah, that started in four, and it was actually tolerable <laughs> in four still. Uh, and then five was like, also, you can do upgrades mid match. And I'm like, no, you just... I just and you like building turrets and like a billion things. Yeah. And I'm like there as someone who just stepped into it, never playing horror before. All I wanted was I'm in a room. There are ways of enemies going at me and I yeah. shoot them with my friend. That's yeah, all I wanted. Yeah. And it was. Yeah, <laughs> so I wonder if you can. Anyway. I know you can do a lot of custom matches. I wonder if you could customize it to make it. Yeah, make it better. Um, Maybe. Did you have a? So you said mediocre. Like that's true of the campaign and stuff as well. Yeah, I didn't even finish it. Honestly, it just. Yeah. They, I honestly, since Bungie and uh, Epic left Gears and Halo, they just can't. They, they can't yeah. find the magic again. I I stand by the fact that Gears One, Two, and Three had good stories. They were good. Mm. They were so interesting. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then the level design was fine. It was a fine shooter. It was it was it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. But the story was actually yeah. really good and really drove those games. Uh, yeah. Gears four and five just like who cares? And they really tried to make yeah. the the female lead be an interesting character, and they did a better job than last time. Uh, yeah. And the intro, even the intro was pretty cool. But then it became kind of open worldy, and yeah. I, I don't know. Just get stop. Just Uncharted yeah. did the same thing with the open world stuff, and I'm like. I play this game for a very specific thing. Don't make it something yeah. it's not. And uh -huh. Yeah. No, yep, just yep. it's just a big old mediocre fest. The multiplayer is fun, but yeah. I don't need another multiplayer game. So it is. It is sometimes a shame to see these games that like it's been a series a series run for so long that like to stay fresh they have to stop doing the point of the series or rather yeah. they're having to just get further and further away from what the series actually is because they're like, well, we're releasing so many <clears> games. <throat> if we just keep doing the same thing. People are going to say we're just continuing to do the same thing. So I guess we have to change. But when you change, there's not really something else good to change into. So you're kind of stuck just either making a more convoluted or less focused version of the same thing over and over again. Um, yeah, I mean, it, apparently it's possible to figure out. I mean, if you just I mean, honestly, with Uncharted, the, yeah. one, two, three and four are the same game. The only difference yeah. is, uh, honestly, is the set pieces and like the story getting better and better. And yeah, 
and they, yeah, that they, was more of an iterating thing where they're like we are not going to get away from our core we're just going to keep trying to do it better yeah and i think that's what gears one two and three were like it just was better mm-hmm. and better and better and then it was again i think it has to do yeah. with the original because even halo one two three yeah. four i'm sorry one two three I odst three. and reach all of them yeah. were great there was not a bad yeah. halo i mean of course people are going to complain about certain things about halo and under yeah. bungie but it was never ever bad and then four and it was like oh i liked it i, I like four. sure it was yeah it was fine it prometheans was, yeah who yeah like who can't yeah, maybe not so much whatever uh anyways um okay yeah. your turn fair enough um world of warcraft classic i cheated right. it did come out this year <laughs> uh no it came out this year yeah yeah the biggest thing to report from this it if anyone has been following video game podcasting with me and steven over the last seven years we used to love world of warcraft then cataclysm and stuff came out the thing we loved which was leveling became we claimed became ridiculously easy and just what we loved doing was kind of taken out of the game it was all forced to just get to the end game and we're like but we enjoyed leveling and that was difficult and interesting and we were very sad um going back to world of warcraft classic i'm like all right now i can after obsessing over this for close to 10 years now (laughs) and not having could never actually being able to see if i was right did the game get super easy did love was leveling ever fun was i Uh just a crazy person who came up with crazy opinions because i was angry about change like i actually get to go back and we get to go back to the night elven starting area play through levels one to ten again or one through twenty and see what this is actually like oh i was giving you a drum roll hold on let me try again i'm sorry so is leveling and. boring and bad, or is leveling interesting and fun? The answer is, it is exactly what I remembered, which is both. It is incredibly boring, yeah. but incredibly fun at the same yeah. time. That's what you want, that's right? What old, yes, that's what old World of Warcraft Classic is. And when Steven and I finally grouped up, which took way too long of wandering around the world and having to figure out how to get to each other and getting on random boats and getting lost and finally getting our two characters <laughs> in the same place and started leveling together, it was so weird how I'm like this because it's not just like this is seeing it again. I felt like I used to feel playing it, which is just like this combination of extreme interest and extreme boredom at the same time. Yep. And yep. the extreme boredom is what makes it reminds me of like from what you described, like original destiny, where it's like, yes, this stuff is really boring. But because there's so much downtime and because there's so much space and because there's so much room to breathe. When something happens, when you level up, when you get a new weapon, when you get a new ability, it really means something yeah. and is so exciting. Yeah. And it's just like that sense of mystery and that sense of exploration is just there. Even though yep. it's this ancient game that I that it's all been explored, I still feel that. And we just had an absolute blast playing that again. So that was a wonderful experience. The the article that that <clears throat> really well, I guess I should say I, I totally I actually 100% understand your sentiment. I. It, mm-hmm. I would probably also like the same, like it as well, if I yeah. could stand the combat at mm-hmm. all. Um, yeah, the combat. Yeah. But what the, the, I read an article um, about when WoW Classic was just coming out, and mm-hmm. you know everybody's in the beginning zones, and you have to kill yeah. whatever fifteen worms yes. to to level to get the first quest, yeah. and people were queuing yeah. to try to. People were lining yes. up, and it's like because they spawn in yes. intervals, yes. and instead of just like nobody gets a kill except for the one person who gets lucky, people were literally yep. lining up in the world with there was no there's no rule there, there was nothing. That's so great. The sense of community in yes. in in original WoW. Mm-hmm. apparently I'm, I'm speaking from you know yeah. secondhand information was just ridiculously cool because you had yeah. to go through i yep. mean just like real life you can't go 
All right, now it's 9 p.m. All right, time to raid. Uh, open raid ch chat searcher 1.0. Yeah. And then you you zap into nor into Europe and yeah. to go raiding with people. It's like you have to yeah. go find people to do stuff with. Yes. It's, it's interesting. Absolutely. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, and it's but difficult it's enough that you're. Yeah, like when Steve and I were out leveling together, when we went into a cave with full of enemies, we had to coordinate and make sure even we only had like two abilities on our taskbar. We had to use more strategy and thinking than, you know, you and I had to do in our entire time playing World yeah. of Warcraft yep. together because like, yeah. yeah, they have these tools here, but they don't ever require you to use them because they want you to just be able to breeze through everything all the time. And it's yeah. like it was so nice to just ha have that that sense of like immersion and interest and challenge there punctuated or not punctuated surrounded by long periods of walking through nothing and being incredibly <laughs> bored collecting 15 seeds of something so yep. like it's also awful but in a way that i loved so that well, was I'm a nice experience we're very I'm, excited I'm, to go back to that i'm really glad that you guys didn't come back to it and realize that you were you were yeah. just dumb kids and you were wrong and it's actually miserable i yeah. i think you, you comparing it to destiny really honestly hits on one of the big points i issues i have with destiny 2 is mm -hmm. that that I think honestly, the, the the vanilla destiny with the Vault of Glass raid was, yeah. in in terms of tone and what we're, and specifically we're talking about like world and atmosphere yes. it was perfect because it was yep. so hard to get leveled up to mm -hmm. be a raid ready, but, yep. and then once you did, it was like, oh my god, I'm in the raid, dude! Can yeah. you believe it? I, yeah. I I I'm I'm super under leveled and that guy one shot me and I died immediately, but oh my god, mm -hmm. I'm here and now yeah. it's like. I'm level 750. Here we go for a raid. Let's do it. You know, yeah. and it and it's not even yeah. the raids aren't even as hard anymore because yeah, it, it they it, I, so maybe we need Destiny Classic is what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You realize how much like what would so much of what makes something special isn't just the um, it isn't it, well. It's like what we discovered with Steam. Like what was more exciting when you got your second N64 game when you were a kid and could barely afford something, or when you have a thousand Steam games like right yeah being able to get lots of shiny stuff doesn't make the stuff mean more to us like often it's it's the context in which that shiny stuff exists and yeah. i think mmos can tend towards take more stuff take more stuff take more stuff especially once they're trying to rush you through seven million expansions you just get deadened to it but when you mm -hmm. go back to wild classic it's like oh my gosh that person has a glowy sword i have this dumb <laughs> stick glowy sword's <laughs> awesome and the problem with, with mmos is it's just like there's so much power creep and if you're entering it into the first time they, they so much content has been created for the game they can just throw it at you and be like all right don't worry the highest level players are worried about the high level stuff but here's like seven billion expansions worth of stuff to entertain yourself <laughs> with and it's like uh okay i have like 60 billion glowy swords that are falling out of my bag and i'm just like but this yeah, one's a level 40 when I mean, that guy yeah, has a level 80 i, I and can't I even that keep one. track of it all yeah. so anyway uh, i have one more before we go to actual game of the year do you have anything I have, um, uh, I technically have four more, but they can be pretty okay. quick. Yeah, um, you just, you jump through those and that'll do fine. So, uh, Outer Worlds, the, the Outer Worlds, um, uh -huh. it's good, it was good, it's fine, it's good. Yeah, it's that's good. what everyone says that again. Yeah, not Outer Wilds, Outer no, Worlds. the Outer World. Yes. Um, Pavardi, yeah. best girl, best, she's great, I love her, she's my favorite, okay. I connected with her in a way I haven't had it with an NPC in a long time, everything else nice. is fine, anyways, um, you want me to just go through all mine real quick? Or... Yeah, go ahead. Okay, Sekiro, um, oh, right. I'm on the last boss on Sekiro, um, I just don't, I, I made a discovery this, this year, I think, wow, is that I, I just, got to the last boss. I know, it's so annoying, I can't beat him, 
Um, I made a discovery, and that discovery is I just don't like Souls games. I just don't like them. I wow. I just I hate them, and I I I I just hate so much about them, and I keep on trying to play them because everyone's like hey, Dark Souls, and I'm like I get it. But I, I don't want to play another Souls game. Yeah, ever. the two of I remember the two of us trying to get into Dark Souls two together. Those are my best memories of a Souls game. I, I just hate a lot about how it's designed. I hate retrying things over and over uh -huh. again when yes, I feel like I I'm, and then running to this section like, oh, can't you just put a checkpoint next to the boss so like, I can just immediately try to fight the boss again? Here's the funny thing: when I was growing up playing games, the thing that I least liked and was most likely to cause me to quit a game was an annoying boss fight preceded by a section i had to repeatedly go through to get to that boss fight like mm -hmm. i remember what would always get me to stop playing games were the boss fights like I, at some point i remember exasperatedly just turning to steven and i'm like why do games have boss fights they're always <laughs> when games become horrible like always it's either the final boss fight has a difficulty spike or there's a really annoying section you have to replay before a boss fight boss fights stink except yep. and then i played shadow of the colossus and i'm like okay fine right well that's um, the thing right is that boss fights right when they're when they're okay when they're good boss fights that's a really important yeah. one when mm -hmm. there's instant retry like i'm talking like i don't want to mm -hmm. sit through a cutscene i don't want to i don't want to see yeah. a cutscene fade in and i can skip it and then it fades back out yeah. i don't want right. any of that i just want it to be like yeah. i died reload oh, now fight. i'm thinking about boss fights with long unskippable cutscenes that know! is the it's is so the miserable bane. Even if, um, okay, like with the Sekiro final boss, it's a fine boss, whatever, but I can't learn him because even though I'm my the bonfire is fairly close to where I have to go, it's still like, okay, mm -hmm. I got to load for, you know, 30 seconds and then I, I yeah. my guy is sitting down at the bonfire each time so he yeah. stand up in his dumb animation. I have to sprint to the yeah. next area and then it's another cutscene where it fades in. I have to skip it and it fades out and there's a second cutscene that fades yeah. in. I have to skip it and it fades out. Yeah. So it's like a minute and a oh half to gosh. two minutes of not playing. And that's I just want right. to I just want to grind against the boss as hard as I can until I right. figure him out. I don't want to do and, that and then be so interrupted every four seconds. That's <sighs> what I was saying about yes. like the World of Warcraft classic, you know, space makes things important. Like I get, I think how the Souls games have that idea of like, you know, there is that sense of trudging through um, more monotonous stuff to get to the more interesting stuff. But for me, I just at least in WoW, like when I'm out questing in between the interesting stuff it's relaxing in dark souls i just feel i'm always stressed because yeah. if i do stop paying attention and get a little hurt then now i'm hurt for the boss fight i'm trying to get to <laughs> and you gotta and use so, like, estus just, and you only have four estus left I've and if you die you lose able to, two thousand yes, souls and it's like I, i've never been able to fall into a pattern with those games where i wasn't just getting massively frustrated yeah so no, maybe, never. i'm not saying it doesn't exist but i tried bloodborne i tried dark souls one i tried dark souls two i just get annoyed with all of them i've tried all of them at this point literally all of them yeah. and wow. I, I i agree what and about the surge how did you you seem to like the surge i, I I think I like the surge because it was easier and it yeah. was sci-fi and I also yeah. liked the combat better you where you could attack certain limbs I think that was really right. fun I, I still yeah. didn't beat the surge so I mean whatever well, have you tried there was that shooter one that came out remnant from the ashes that was like a shooter dark Souls I mean game? I saw it and I was like this is dark Souls, so I don't care but like I almost shooter. I'm also not playing um Jedi Fallen Order because it's oh, just yeah. dark souls but metroidvania it drives yeah. games yeah stop making me lose experience points when i die that is the most i'm gonna be i'm gonna get really angry yeah, that's the this most is getting, garbage yeah. game mechanic <laughs> i've ever experienced in my respawn the enemies sure whatever i don't yeah. that's annoying too but well it, it makes me feel thing, actively okay. bad when i lose here's, experience here's points. the thing about the especially the original demon souls is the original uh -huh. demon souls was this fascinating game that's like 
we're going to make you lose experience when you die. Not only that, we're going to make you have to get back to where you died or you lose it permanently. And you're, we're going to have enemies respawn. The main thing is having enemies respawn. These are all like mechanics that should never work, that are counterintuitive to what good game design is, but somehow works because of that very special game. That yes. was not the game that should have been copy and pasted into every other game. No. Like, I, it, it's how like the Arkham Combat thing. I'm like, no, yeah. Arkham Combat was amazing because it was like playing Batman. Like, great job. Please don't copy and paste that into every other game. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's completely. And I, and I listen, if you like Dark Souls, you're stupid. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm very right. angry. If you like Dark Souls, yeah. that's great. I just can't right. stand so. And, I, and I've come to that realize every other game I, has become it. Uh, yeah it's like yeah. like seriously i was actually pretty excited about jedi fallen order and my friend was like dude yeah. it's so great I, I lost a couple of experience points i was like why did you lose yeah. experience points and he's like because we died i'm like great now when i play yeah. it I'm, I'm gonna because I, I, I played it for like a half yeah. an hour i got to a first yeah. boss and i was like i quit because this boss is gonna yeah. kill me because i don't understand yeah. the mechanics well enough yet so i'm gonna yeah. die and i'm gonna have to yeah. freaking play through the same garbage yeah, i played through again games i feel like in general it's like are you a casual third person action game then we'll play like an assassin's creed are you trying to be a hardcore third person action game? Then it'll be like Dark Souls. Those are your two options. And neither of them are good. And I'm like, I don't love either. Can we keep trying? Can we find can we just, something? Can we new? do one of those states where we don't have a default and we have to keep like trying <laughs> new random bad stuff and like yeah. fall on some different default? Because I don't love either of those. Now uh, yeah. we're going longer right. you have to go at any point or something I, not um, really okay because <laughs> i'm having so, fun chatting so yeah um, no, I'm, I'm gonna give Sekiro one piece of praise okay uh the 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 parry mechanic combat it's actually really rad um mm -hmm. i don't like the slashy part of the combat i don't like the dodging yeah. part of the combat the only thing i like about the combat is the parrying because it's a rhythm game yeah. and i love it yeah because it's just yeah. like you learn the exact like Ting, 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 and then you mash the button in exactly that pattern. You learn it, and then the guy is staggered, and you can do a bunch of damage. And I love it. It's once once I realize what is setting the pattern, like what's making those. Sorry, when I'm doing tings, that's the bad guy attacking. So he might go slash 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 slash, and you have to go block 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 block, and then you've. You've done no right. damage. He's done no damage to you, and his posture gets really high, which means he loses stamina. Um, and then you can hit him because otherwise he'll just block wow. if his stamina is high. But so what's telegraphing? Are you just watching the animation for that? Well, the, the the really smart thing is sort of animation watching, yes, but also you can just press and hold the parry button, and you'll just mm -hmm. you'll just you know you'll you'll still block yeah. everything, but your your posture will go way up, and you'll lose stamina. Yeah. So. You can you can button mash and get through most of the fights, but when you when you button mashing and you're not knowing what the pattern is, you learn because they're still hitting you with the same pattern. And eventually, mm. you can sort of go, okay, I get I get what he's doing now a little bit, and then you can start to fiddle with it, and because you're gonna you're gonna do this parry like you know forty times in a fight, um, yeah. and you you learn the patterns really well, and it like one of the most fun boss fights I can I remember is this guy who was just destroying me. He would come in and attack like. A thousand mm -hmm. miles an hour, like literally, like he had four arms or something. He was attacking with four swords, yeah. and it was ridiculous. And then I realized that his attack pattern was literally just press X as hard as you possibly can, and then he's out of stamina, and you can kill him in one hit. And I was like, oh, oh so I just nice. like, and he was dead. I was like, oh, that was so fun. If only it was nice. surrounded by a better game. Um, anyways, yeah. we move on. All right, what are your I other have two ones? more? Resident Evil okay. Two. Right. Yeah, yeah I actually really want to play well. that. Um. 
I it, it was it's basically Resident Evil Four, so yeah. that's really good. <laughs> um, uh-huh. I still don't think that there's this. I I could go and I actually had a really interesting discussion this year about Resident Evil Four and why it's so different mm-hmm. from all the other Resident Evil games, and that would be a really yeah. fun topic to discuss with you. I think. Um, yeah, I need to. I wish I'd played two and three. I played one. I loved one. Yeah, did you play the um, remake of one? Yes. Yeah, don't play, don't play two or three uh, originals. Don't. No, I'm going to play the remake of two, and they're apparently making a remake of three. So. Yes, which is awesome, because those games are, I mean, they're rough. They're hard yeah. to play. Um, it's super good. Do you still prefer four over seven? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Four is a freaking masterpiece. Seven is just okay. really good. Um, yeah. I, 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 like I said, I, I actually got really into why four is so, 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 so darn good. And hey four is 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 got the difficulty of dark souls but it not the annoyance of dark souls wow what a what a con what a concept of a game that's not anyways um yeah you know resident evil 2 great great uh get great gameplay um really really good graphics um fun story just a really good game um nice and then the last one is call of duty uh the new one all right man yep they just can't get it right they, love that no no they, they don't love it no. i they, mm. okay you have people like me who are cod fans okay. who was were estranged from cod because they mm-hmm. it got way too corridor shooty and and fast paced and people bouncing everywhere with jetpacks etc yeah that i remember mm-hmm. yeah 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 um this game was like okay fine you don't like bouncy jetpacks everyone's on the ground huge maps and uh, mm. modern combat and everyone's like wow that sounds great and then we all got into the maps and we were getting shot from literally every single direction and we're like crap this is still not what we wanted because what we, we didn't want open ridiculously large maps we want well-designed maps that have uh-huh. lots of corridors but that don't have insane view vantage points because you can in any cod map the new one you can step outside and immediately your sight lines have to go to like 12 places or you'll get shot and yep. so what it does is it's encouraged camping. And so you either, you, you either don't move because if you move, you'll die or you sprint mm. as fast as you can with a shotgun and try to kill people. And it's yeah. like, it's not what we wanted either. We find the balance people. Like I don't understand why these developers listen, quote unquote, to what people want and then almost do what we want. And then, but don't really, <laughs> it's like, I know yeah. you'll never make everybody happy, but it, it, yeah. It's the, and it's the closest they've gotten to what we actually want, but it's still not there. And I can't get into addicted mm. to it like I used to do with uh, with COD yeah. Four and Modern Warfare and Call of Duty Black Ops. You so. love Black Ops one or two? I played I one the most. Yeah. I played that one like yeah. crazy because mm-hmm. it was a perfect. The maps were a per, and it's honestly, it really is literally down to the maps, and that's not exaggeration. Yeah. The guns, who cares? The the, yeah. the the powers, who cares? Well, no jetpacks was good, but it's literally yeah. down to the maps. Is that? when you when you turn a corner you should have like three sight lines total ever so you can look down each of them and make sure you're not getting killed but in the new one it's like and they're coming from outer space and i couldn't have seen that so whatever you know um yeah uh did you enjoy the campaign did you play the campaign oh yeah the campaign is actually really good um okay it it slows it down a lot um Mm -hmm. which is good like you know how call of duty has always been like yeah this year we're blowing up we're we're murdering a bunch of people in airport this year we're blowing up a kid this year we're blowing up a space station this year we're blowing up the earth like they just continue to to escalate this one felt Mm -hmm. very grounded it um yeah it felt like uh something that was plausible not like the eiffel tower falling over the headlines kind of yeah yeah like a bombing in london like okay 
that's it. And, and, and we were in that, and there's one street, you know, one store that was bombed by a terrorist. Like, oh. Okay, so they're not just trying to escalate. This is 70 nukes. <laughs> yeah, only 70, not 150 mm-hmm. like last time. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and it has weirdly, insanely good, I'm not going to say the story is super good, really good acting. Like, yeah. really, really, really good acting. Like, they could have been in, in, in Blade Runner 2049. Like, it just was yeah. crazy well acted. And again, the writing nice. was kind of crap, but like, listening to Price speak and watching yeah. his crazy face animations, it doesn't feel like a Call of Duty game. It feels way better. <laughs> so it's good. Nice. Uh, okay. Not worth $60, but I paid no. it anyways. So whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry, the, the, the multiplayer is still not there. Maybe when yeah. they make Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Call of Duty Modern Warfare I've, 1 2. <laughs> I've lost it. World 1 2. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> 1 2. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of um yeah. great stories my yes. last game on this list team sonic racing um oh, what is that did i tell you anything about the story mode in this game i feel like maybe you i feel did. like i did i feel like i, I don't remember so, it though so go for it first of all team sonic racing haven't had a good sonic racer since sonic racing all-stars transformed or sega racing all-stars transformed have there been amazing any? game no um there, uh, there was Sega Racing, and then Sega Racing transformed, and then Silence. And that was a while ago. And mm-hmm. then they released this one, and it's sad because it's not all the Sega characters, it's just Sonic characters this time. But the really cool thing about it, man, Steven and I would have loved this when we were growing up because we wanted to play everything in co-op, is it's a racing game where it's a normal racer, kart racer, you have like, you know, any Mario Kart, you have 12, 12 people on the racetrack, but it's of teams of three. So you are what your place in the race will be combining the point total of each oh. place you get. So if you're on Team Sonic, you're trying to make Sonic Knuckles and Tails, you're trying to win. And so if you get first, hmm. fifth, and sixth, you might have won overall if the other teams, you know, got second, eighth, and ninth or something, and <clears throat> et cetera. So, like, that's really fun to be, like, working cooperatively in a, in a racing game in a way that's actually, like, put into the game plan. You can, like, leave boost trails for each other, and you can throw items to each other and they have a few mechanics in there where you're like working together in in the game so that's really fun and the whole story mode is co-op and that's like awesome here we go the story mode and like sonic story modes are never good um (laughs) but this one was not only not good they had no budget because the whole story is told in little stills that are optional like they know there's literally a button that is start chapter without story and start chapter with story. They're like, you get to choose. And they patched it to make the default button start without story. <laughs> they actually changed it. Or maybe it was reversed it. I don't remember. But they actually patched it to change the button. I don't understand how um, a Sonic game. But mm-hmm. it doesn't. It doesn't. OK, I don't. I guess yeah. two questions. I don't understand how a Sonic yeah. game doesn't have a budget. I yeah. don't understand how Sonic has money. <laughs> yes. Those so, are both the simultaneously questions, yeah. simultaneous questions I want to ask. The, the whole game, like the soundtrack in this game is phenomenal. It's um, John Senaway, who's been their main like guitar dude since since uh, Sonic Adventure, been the main composer for the series. Finally, he hasn't like composed a full Sonic game in a while, and he's doing all the music. And he's working with the guy who did the Sonic Mania soundtrack, which was incredible, that fan composer. And yeah, so yeah. it was so cool to see them bring the two of them together. And June worked with a bunch of other people, too. And it was like this all like live instruments, rock, amazing. Like they haven't gone all out in a Sonic soundtrack like this in a super long time, except 
the story cutscenes and story map music they gave out to some like cheap like outside studio that made absolutely <sighs> trash music and it's like what in the world is going on here and the story itself is literally just stills of the different sonic characters which is voice acted by the normal voice actors who don't really even seem to know what to do with the lines they're given because they're all just everyone's just being their normal characters and the entire story is about how this weird raccoon guy with the car belt buckle named Dudonpa that's <laughs> okay <laughs> no why has created a racing tournament that he is obviously shady and evil and he's like ho 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 race in my tournament and everyone's like okay and so everyone just starts racing in his tournament but i swear before basically every race it's just the character saying huh i wonder who Dodonpa really is and they dwell on that plot point for like <laughs> four worlds worth of racing just thing after thing after thing is like well that was fun but who is the don pa really and it's like do you have anywhere to go with this and it's just that question posed over and over again and the knuckles will say a funny line and then like but who's the don pa and then finally <laughs> finally vector the crocodile who is also a detective reveals the oh, whole reason right, i've course. secretly I been here that part. <laughs> the whole reason i've secretly been here is i've been um investigating Dodonpa to find out who he really is and so you're like 70% into the plot at this point and there has been no plot point except who is Dodonpa and he reveals it's robotic he reveals in, no the robotics actually in the race as well oh, okay. trying to figure out who Dodonpa is uh and Vector reveals in the grand reveal that Dodonpa don't worry we don't have to worry about this guy after all because he's a king of a planet and a CEO of a car racing company. <laughs> That's the reveal. <laughs> and might I say this entire time, let me actually look up uh, art for this dude, because I think I remember um, that his art the entire time this guy has had been wearing a crown and a giant belt with a car belt buckle. And so, the plot twist is he is a king and owns a car company. The Brian, that's an amazing twist. It's foreshadowing from the beginning. What are you talking about? Sonic Team is a genius, dude. That's that amazing. That was the plot point. 80% of the plot. The last map is Robotnik stealing the Donpa and kidnapping him, and then you have to save him. Oh, of course. Oh, that of is course. The uh, how, how does... How is... Brian, how is Sonic still a franchise? Like, I don't understand. I legitimately don't know how there's Sonic games still. I just really, really don't understand. That's Even not, I don't know. That's not an unusually... I mean, it's bad, but... Yeah. It, the only difference in a regular Sonic game would be it's animated this time. But like... Yeah. I just don't wrong. understand how those games exist. I just don't yeah, get it. I don't either. That, but Stephen and I got a lot of hearty chuckles out uh, of the, the Donpa, even though by the end we were really sick of the game. It was very fun. It just the story mode is way too long. Yeah. Um, but really, really, really fun. I uh, really enjoyed um, the actual gameplay of it. The music of it was phenomenal. Actually, the, whatever team they have at Sonic doing their little animated shorts, like between games and promotional material, like that Chow and Space thing they did. And they did a couple ones for this Team Sonic Racing. They're legitimately funny. They're incredibly well made. Like it is a million times better than any story that they actually put into Sonic games. So I don't know 
what's up with that team but hey, hey, oh uh, steven's here hey, this is just really funny like yeah i thought I, you're gonna get a kick out of this i for some reason i thought you were in here like criticizing and laughing at the amazing <laughs> story story of sonic team racing of did on yes. yeah it's just really funny because it sounded like you didn't like it and you're making fun of it yeah it really did didn't isn't it? that funny it's hilarious I, i'm laughing over here yep king did on yeah. sounds like laughing to me in a threatening sort of way anyway um, so that's that yeah um now we can go on to our actual game of the year yeah hey we you know what this was a way better game of the year award thing it's an yeah, hour and a half is... of us being very passionate about the games we actually cared about i i like love it. it and not arguing now cameron i must argue that Dunpa gets best new character no 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 now we're gonna argue about which yeah. of our two games are actually game of the year and oh, you know what hold on interesting I want to let's guess. Let's guess because I don't actually know. I don't think I know what your game of the year is. Figure out what your game of the year is, because we talked about everything else. Shoot, have we talked about the uh, game? It actually came out this year, right? Yeah, it did. Favorite game you played this year? It did. I've been going through. uh, What what the heck? I I, I, I really have. No, did yours come out this year? Yes, it did. Huh? I'm trying to think because I'm thinking of big games that came out this year. What do, you and... assume I, what do you assume I like big games for? What, you think I just only play Sorry. AAA games? Ooh. No, not not like AAA, <laughs> but like like not a random Steam game. Oh, well, oh you, you wait, not, I do have know. an idea. You might not. I know do have an idea. Maybe, maybe, maybe I played Don Pay's mostly Inferno. just because it's a game I remember that you played that you haven't mentioned yet. Um, okay, well, what's your guess of mine then? Death Stranding. You are correct. Oh my gosh, game of the year! I was. Whoo, I knew you were looking forward to that game, but that's amazing to me that that actually won out. Me so why? too. <laughs> well, okay. I Is didn't it think story? it was my game of the year until I looked at the rest of my games on my list, and I was mm-hmm. like, hmm. But then you're I, like, Heartman was just too good. Uh, no, Brian, excuse me. It's Hartman, not Heartman. But it is, um, it is um, crap. What's his name? Shoot. No, come on, Cameron. Die Hard Man. It is Die Hard Man. Die Hard <laughs> so, Man. Yeah. It's, it's Deadman and Die Hard Man. <laughs> and then Sam Bridges and his friend Bridges. Sam Sam Porter Bridges is his middle name. Oh my gosh. Anyway, sorry. And um, uh, and the other the girl's name is Fragile. Oh, that's the <laughs> most. You know what her so you know I read what her motto is. <laughs> what? It's it's I might be fra- fragile, but I'm not that fragile. Uh. Oh my god. <laughs> I remember that I read that he wanted the actor of Quiet to play Fragile, but apparently he wasn't able to get that. And I'm like, that oh. character is like the most Kojima character. You know what's funny? He actually did a really good job with her. I get it. Good. Their names I haven't played through the game, so I'm yeah, not I know. critiquing like the whole um, thing here. But yeah. I mean, you remember the scenes with She's Quiet. Like it was just garbage, yeah. just total yes. trash. And Quiet was not yes. a character at all. No. Um, Fragile is actually a really good character. And she has okay. a really, really good like... I remember the scene at the end of Metal Gear Solid Five, the scene, you know, with the, with the soldiers yeah. in the base. Yeah. Um, yeah. Death Stranding has like four of those kind of scenes, like for each character, kind of. Yeah. Or, sorry, this has one for each character, and they're really yeah. good. They're not shoehorned in, honestly. Nice. Um, I think it's honestly his best written. And this is why it's my game of the year, by the way. I talked about it a lot back back earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it actually is. It's probably his best written story. It still needs. 15 editors it needs so many yeah. editors it needs like super editor 12 of them yeah. um but yeah as far as a coherent story from start to finish that makes sense and it's complete he's never yeah. done that before <laughs> you don't think the original metal gear was that 
I feel like I, that was fairly self-contained as a Kojima story goes. I mean, self-contained wasn't the only thing I said there. It, it also oh, like yeah. made sense and like mm. didn't didn't cross into the threshold of all right, sh- mm, shut up. Yeah, because fair enough. The, the baseline of Death Stranding is already weird, and so mm-hmm. when it got weirder, it didn't really feel like it got weirder because it was already really yeah. weird, and it set its expectation yeah. of the new norm of being weird in the very beginning. And so the whole rest of the way, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, this is still weird. It's still weird, but it's great because I'm used to the weirdness. Where Metal Gear okay. Solid was like, military yeah. installation, yeah, nukes, yeah. robots that control yeah. the power of the body, the psycho yeah, mantis. that's true. Um, There's a shaman. Right. It, 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 yeah. it, it was the most coherent in that, in that sense, that, yeah. it, that it felt grounded to its reality. Um, yes. Okay. And it has Got really it. good actors, start to finish. All of them are actually really good. Very few, like corny lines the ones that are there mm-hmm. really stick out but in general yeah. really good performances um and of course i actually this was not a case of like i hated the gameplay but i love the story i love the gameplay as well it's just yeah. such a weird again go listen to the previous episode if you want to hear me talk about death stranding for like half an hour it's mm-hmm. the weirdest game that i would literally not recommend to anybody unless they absolutely positively knew what they were getting into yep. i love it and i when it, I, I probably will never play it again, but I wish I could live it again. I, I miss the characters. They were so fun to interact with, and I, I miss their company, and I miss the world that I built, because I built it from scratch, yeah. basically, with some help with some people, and I, I miss it. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, sort of. <laughs> I don't miss that, really. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I just the building part. Yeah, yeah, fair. And I, I put so much work into that, you know, highway system I built eventually, so it got, became really easy to get place to place. It feels like a world that I basically, with my two feet, built, and I love it. Yeah. And I, man, don't play that game unless you really know what you're getting into. But it was, yeah. even if I didn't like the gameplay, that was the most memorable experience I've had in a long, long time. Like, since... Wow. Since the open world of Breath of the Wild, I haven't had that sort of like shock and awe of a world before. Yeah, and, yeah 2018 um, wasn't like, I didn't remember it being a very like shock and awe year of games. I don't remember what I even, I, I don't what came out yeah. last year. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I agree. 2018 wasn't like a super memorable year for games for me. Well, that's awesome, Cameron. Um, yeah. My game of the year is also what I feel like is the most memorable experience I've had in oh, games. Oh, duh. Yeah. Yes. Outer Worlds or Outer Wilds, excuse Outer- me. <laughs> You had the. Why did these games have to come out in the same I year? I know. Outer yeah. Wilds. Outer Wilds is yeah, just just it, and it's 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 in like my, it's probably in like my top like twenty games that I've ever played. Like it's oh wow, definitely cool. like it's a game that I'm like this will when I list to someone like what are my favorite games this will be on the list for a very long time. It's just like everything about this game was absolutely what i look for in games and just the tone it was it somehow could like be darker and more existential than most any games i played but also have an incredibly light tone yeah just had such a good heart to it and it was like lighthearted but really deep and thoughtful at the same time and it just yeah. like the way it would explore physics systems and ideas but not just to not just to explore systems for the sake of it, it was all so cohesive and built into the world itself, and it just had such a incredibly um rewarding sense of exploration. I love that the entire game you could like 
the only thing you're getting in it is information. You're not going around and leveling up your character or getting items yeah. or anything. If you know what to do, you can beat the game in your very first like five minutes of it. But it's just it's just like the only reason you would go out is to learn more about the world and you just learn and learn and learn and all like it peats together it peats together. Fits together like a perfect puzzle. Like it's just like in terms yep. of everything like interlocks and it's 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 brilliantly thought out. So I'm just like, yep, this game is cool. It's everything I want from someone who loves stuff like Mist. <laughs> And it's always wanted a game yeah. where you just get to explore space. I'm like, I've never felt like I feel like space sims are either they're not really open. There's something like Knights of the Republic or, you know, Outer Worlds or something where you just choose planets and go to them. Mm-hmm. Or they're like space sims where it's almost just like EVE Online or um, those kind of like no man's trading Sky. games where they're no man's sky where it's just like uh, procedurally generated infinite. Right. Stuff. This is right. like, no, we made one solar system, <laughs> but you get to explore it and everything is bespoke and and uh and interesting and yeah and created to be explored so i i, yeah, I will say time with that wilds I, I i tried playing it um on yeah. your behest i think possibly i, can't I remember. think um, possibly or maybe before we did i forget yeah um and <laughs> the 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 realization of like okay we're blasting off into space here we go yeah <laughs> oh yeah. here we go yeah this is all oh, the planet's getting pretty small that's cool hey we're yeah. in space yeah this is fun oh oh and we're getting yep. closer to the planet and it's just there it's like suddenly in my view and i'm like oh that's yep. really 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 cool and yeah. then i slingshotted yep. past the, the planet the and straight into the sun yeah and then i did that four more times and yep. i was like all right so i can't play in this my game. opinion in outer wilds there are two hurdles to overcome and having heard quite a few different people talk about it at this point it's like within the first couple hours of the game you need to learn one what the flow of the game is and what you actually need to do which is just yeah. explore but it can be kind yeah. of confusing at first because it's like what the heck am oh, I, I have to do no this? idea what i was supposed yeah, to it's do. not yeah. giving me any direction so one you have to but once you figure out the flow it works but you have to figure out that flow and two you have to figure out how the ship and jetpack control yeah and i think the game kind of knows they try to give you the tutorial areas but it's intuitive but it is not how best to put it it's it is intuitive hard. but video games have not trained you for it like yeah. if this is how we had controlled video games for the last 10 years we would pick it up immediately but instead they're like well now we're going to create our own control scheme for this game because we need it to control this specific way and it's like you basically have to learn a new control scheme and it's you can't just say i'm playing a shooter so i'm playing it like call of duty it's like no it's it's its own thing and it takes a few hours to do decently like steven and i crashed into a lot of stuff um we were just so <laughs> fascinated by it we were enjoying the process but it's a kind yeah. of a game that I cannot blame anyone for bouncing off of because those first two to three hours are a period of discovery, but it's a very clunky period of discovery where you're kind of like awkwardly walking around. And by the end of the game, we're like, I can't believe we could barely land on a planet. I can like perfectly right. land every single time, but it took a yep. long time. And one of the weirdest things about it is that you can just like when you're flying in space, you'll just keep building and keep building and keep building momentum because you're in space. And so, right. like, yeah, when you're yeah. pushing forward on the stick, you're not just going forward. You're continuing to build forward momentum. So when you have to stop suddenly, you have to pull back on the stick for as long as you've been pushing it forward. Yep. So if you're flying towards this planet with the stick full throttle for 10 seconds, you're going to fly right past it. You cannot just stop <laughs> your shit. And so it's stuff like that, that it, we're not trained to think that way in games. So, yeah, I don't blame anyone for not getting it. So. Yeah, um, so. I yep. that's really cool. I I definitely see the the prospect in that game. Um, yeah, I, I I just I I maybe I need to watch you play it or something. I don't yeah. know because I, I yeah. But then again, I'm not 
But then, but then again, again, I, I'm thinking mm -hmm. now it sort of reminds me of Death Stranding in that sense of like yeah. that yeah. if you don't get it, you don't get it, then, yeah. it, you know, and that's fine. Um, mm -hmm. But once you get it, it's like, oh, this is an amazing yeah. world to explore. And Death Stranding wasn't as yeah. much as the exploring the world more as just traversing the world, which I think yeah. is, is, is very similar, but distinctly different. Yeah. Um, Maybe next year we can give it the old call of try to each other's games and I can try to get into Death Stranding. Yeah. <laughs> you can try to get into Outer Wilds because, man, do we both choose weird, like, exploratory games yeah. this year. Yeah, I, I just, I, I can't, I couldn't believe, and I was playing this game alongside of my, uh, well, Evan, yeah. one of my friends, and yeah. we were playing basically side by side for the first 10 hours or so, and yeah. then I completely passed him. Um, but, like, yeah. I just, I, I would tell him, this is my favorite game of all time. And of course we were, we were really hyped and we were probably, we were being over exaggerating, yeah. but like, I would just think like back to the games list I have here, Devil May Cry 5, really fun. Uh, yeah. the, the experience at Death Stranding was so much better, not more yeah. fun, better. Yeah. And yes, here's, that's here's exactly how I feel about Outer Wilds yeah. where et cetera, I would be playing it and I'm just like, this is the best game ever. Like this is the dream game that I didn't really yeah. even know. It's just, it's, I, yeah. I knew and from so, the second I saw the first yeah. trailer of Death Stranding before we yeah. even knew what the gameplay was, I was like, mm -hmm. I think I might've told you guys this on a podcast. Yeah. I said, that's yeah. my game. That game was made yeah. tailor made for me. And the more, yes. the more gameplay was revealed, the more I was like, this is my yeah. game. I, that's, everything yep. about this game is me. Yep. And it, it worked out exactly literally. how Outer Wilds felt when yeah. i would hear people talk about it and they're like oh it's kind of like mist and i'm like wait what it's a space exploration game that's kind of lighthearted and goofy but like mist i'm like this is <laughs> this is insane like how yep. how does this exist and so i agree both of us somehow got these games that aren't just like oh i liked the newest call of duty game because it was out this year even when we loved zelda and that was our game of year skyrim and that was game of year like yeah sure yeah. that makes sense these are like this is tailor-made for each yeah. of us yep so what I, a cool that's, year that's in interesting that so like you your your dream game is like the mist-esque space exploration yeah game with a lighthearted tone mine is yeah. creepy futuristic sci-fi with with traversal and 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 yeah. and wacky story i guess that's me uh -huh. um it's weird because back because i've gotten to know your game tastes better over what over time as well and they, they've also mm -hmm. broadened of course but i used to think of you as the person who just like above all a game needed to be fluid and play well or you wouldn't like it and right it, i've learned that is not necessarily true you like some really weird stuff if it's, yeah i don't yeah, know i, I definitely gravitate well. towards 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 those games that have yeah. like the really like call of duty the really mm -hmm. buttery smooth or mm -hmm. mario mm -hmm. um but then there's those oddities like i would say even resident yeah. 4 you know or, yeah. or death stranding where it's like mm -hmm. those are the ones uh, that really capture you like yeah you even something's else special has to be amazing yeah. about it um yeah and usually it, it has like usually it's the world eventually it usually yeah. ends up being the gameplay is phenomenal and i love it because of that or yeah. the world is phenomenal and like breath of the wild yeah. the world was phenomenal yes. phenomenon phenomenal Whatever. So would you say the world of Death Stranding is phenomenal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. again, the, the sense of exploration in Breath of the Wild was better. Um, yeah. Because I just, I, I've never again, like, it, it's probably yeah. never going to happen in my lifetime. But with the minimap off in Breath of the Wild, I was literally lost and I loved it. In yes. Death Stranding, you, you just, you, it's more about, again, it's more about the traversal. It's like, wow, yeah. this world is amazing, but I know where I'm going. I have a map. And yeah. so yeah. How, the question is, how do I get there? And there's rocks over there. And there's a river that way. Yeah. Um, what about you with, with um, Outer Wilds? Was it, was it more like, oh my gosh, discovering this new thing? Or, or oh wow, going to this place, do you think? Um, I think it was like, it, it was kind of both in that like, it wasn't, um the, here's a really interesting thing about outer 
wild. And actually asking him that question made you really realize it. I think one reason that it hit me so hard is normally when I think of exploration in a video game, I think of it in a very physical, tangible sense, even in. And I think only one game has really broken this so far, which is like Morrowind. But even then, mm-hmm. I think of like you get to like in Breath of the Wild, exploration means I don't know what's over that hill. I go there. I discover what's over that hill. And that's yeah. fascinating. And in this, like you have a star map that basically, you know, all the planets um, and none of them are like that big. But the moments of exploration in Outer Wilds that most hit me weren't like, um, oh, I crested this hill and I found out this thing was here. It was moments of like, oh, my gosh, that's how that system interacts with that system. And that's what happened here. And what like so i'm actually this is how this time loop is working and it's tied to this and i got started by doing that and that thing that i discovered over on that planet like factors into it like you discover how the world works by interacting exploration yeah exactly and so like i never had like learning about the physics of how a world was working and learning about how it interconnected and how like the the past was interacting with the present and how like there were those aha moments that weren't just discovering a physical space. It was tied into the physical space, but it was like the very systems underlying the world itself were getting explored. And I'm like, it's systems that you had been interacting with. And so like, as mm-hmm. you solved a puzzle, it would just like on so many layers, it would just be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that's how this works. It's so cohesive and co- consistent. And so I think one reason it broke my, my brain in that sense and just made it feel so satisfying is we've almost become like so used to discovering a place and then your map says you discover this place you know assassin's creed has yeah. so check box eyes that, that sense of discovery that it was so so interesting to almost have this whole new dimension of discovery like yeah. open up in outer wild so yeah. that's really cool yeah i'm i'm really yep. glad we both picked something different honestly yes. um I, I and i think it's very definitive for me and I, it sounds like it's yeah. pretty definitive for you that we oh, yeah. really found a game that super duper duper clicked with us um yep I had a lot of games click with me this year, actually. Uh, That's cool. Uh, more yeah. than usual. Like, I, I yeah, never would have felt like I would have ever beaten Devil May Cry 5, Resident Evil mm-hmm. 2, uh, the Call of Duty campaign, Celeste. I beat Celeste. Did I beat Celeste? I beat Celeste. Yeah, I beat yeah. Celeste. Um, and Death Stranding, Final Fantasy 8. I don't know. I just had mm-hmm. a lot of games that were just like, and we're playing this to the end. I don't, I don't, know, I don't yeah. know why, but it's cool. I'm, I'm happy it yeah. happened. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't have like I didn't play a ton of games, but I, there was a particular period about midway through the year that Steven and I started playing a lot of games together again. And we played in a row um, Vampire Team, Sonic Racing and Outer Wilds. And all mm-hmm. three of them just like completely clicked with us. And we That's loved awesome. from beginning to end, except the last act of Sonic Team Racing. Here, just getting <laughs> sick of it. But anyway, loved from beginning to end. And it's like, wow, I didn't expect to just hit, hit, hit. Like all of those games were just so good. And like Vampire just clicked. And like these are some of our most memorable game experiences ever so it That's didn't just awesome. feel like you know playing through the games that came out and then kind of forgetting about them no, i played mm-hmm. through darksiders too i played through whatever came out and just right. kind of then forgot about it afterwards it was like they were specifically memorable even though they were kind of infuriating at the same time yeah i mean i honestly i i would rather a, a, a perfect game tailored to me that's not a perfect game rather yes. than a perfect game for everybody um exactly which is so why i think these two games are I really want to play that I didn't end up playing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I mean, it doesn't yep. sound like the perfect game, but it's a good Star Wars game. It's been forever. Yeah. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 sounded like a good time. Oh, yeah. Sounded a little linear. I love the exploration of the original, but sounds still like it might be good. Sounds like um, it might be more like 2, which was which was yeah. not quite linear, but like smaller yeah. areas, multiple of them. Yes. And the other game, I don't know if you tried it or not, but that I is a game when I hear about it, I'm like this also sounds like a game that was almost created like perfectly in my wheelhouse of interest is control 
Um, uh, I have almost played Control like 12 times this yeah. year. Uh, yeah. Literally like on the buy button like a bunch of yes. times. And we I now own it it's coming to Game PS4. Pass. So. so, oh, that's perfect. Um, yeah, yeah. Though I'm glad we actually own the PS4 copy because we have a PS4 Pro and not an Xbox One X. And apparently it runs terribly on the original console. Yes. Um, yeah. So, you're, you should just yeah. as an aside, that Xbox one is going to start being real bad pretty soon. It's just, yeah, it's, it's slow. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We're probably going to no, upgrade it, but I really yeah. want to play control. It looks, it Same looks, man. I like remedy games. I didn't like quantum break, but I loved Alan Wake and I liked Max no. Payne. No, not Max Payne. I never played yeah, Max, Max Payne. Payne. Yeah, was that was that, that? that was I should go back to those. Yeah, those were the originals. I made Max Payne one and two. Three was right, Rockstar. not three. Um, yeah, I, I basically I like Remedy a lot. Um, yeah, and me I too. I adore Remedy. Alan Wake, and I, it yeah. sounds like Control mm-hmm. brought back, pulled back from the because I think Quantum Break was yeah. really it was morphed into an into something that was more accessible yeah. to everybody. It was there was it some was more, really cool stuff in Quantum Break when you dug deep into it, but there was you also had to get through eighty percent of the game being generic yeah yeah and i feel like yeah. control is but, but i would say alan wake was kind of yeah. too niche or niche yeah um so it sounds like control was a really good mix of both yeah. of them control um, sounds like they just the very premise of it feels like oh you hit it like this yeah. is exactly instead of having this stuff control is taking the stuff that remedy would always play around the edges with and just finally making a game about it like they yeah. have the little tv show on alan wake or they'd have some of the cool backstory in quantum break and now they're just like you know what we're just going to make a game about weird supernatural stuff and how it yeah. interacts with the real world. And we're going to make an entire game about that. And I'm like, yes, that is what you were amazing at. I am so excited to see them do it. And it sounds like they hit really good gameplay for once as well. Hearing people talk about it, I'm like they finally got mm-hmm. all their weird supernatural powers in a shooter because they've also been trying to crack that multiple times and couldn't yep. quite manage it so i'm very excited about it and i am also obligated to play any game that has a poet to the fall song hidden in it i so. yeah i was honestly gonna say that i was literally like did did yeah. quantum break have a poet song in it it they did not write a song for it but one of their songs is in it uh, okay that, that's good enough so, that's pretty yeah. good no, not because alan wake but one of them is in it and they wrote a song for it and i have not heard the song they wrote for it so i am extremely excited for quantum break i think they wrote a song called control maybe and you haven't oh for control Sorry for control. Yes. Okay, gotcha. I was gonna say, how could you not have heard a poet's song that's five years old at this point, or whatever, when Quantum no, no. Break came out? I, um, I think they actually have one in there, but we'll see. Um. Okay. So, um, do, do you want to end the podcast now, or do you want to spend seven more minutes talking about Christmas to make it two hours long exactly? Oh, yeah. We can do seven minutes about Christmas. I don't know. I just I'm yeah, bored, I like so might as well just stay here and talk. Ho, ho, ho. Sorry, I'm not um, bored. I it, yes. if we stop talking, I would become bored because I have nothing planned <laughs> yes. tonight. So I figured I would just whatever. go to sleep. So yeah. Yes. Um, um, Christmas. Okay. Christmas. 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 Christmas audio drama. <laughs> that was it. That's, that's it. Yes. Uh, it's over. Um, no, I wanted to actually yeah. uh, tell you what my favorite present was because oh, it's nice. leading yeah. into something even more ridiculous. So. I got a lot of practical presents for this Christmas, which is yeah. fine. That's what I asked for. I asked for a rice cooker. I asked for a blender. I asked for silverware because wow. I just lots of, I, lots I wanted of food to. stuff. Well, I mean, yeah, my kitchen kind of sucked, so yeah. now I have a really good rice cooker. Um, sweet. And then the only the, well, I got I got two quote unquote regular gifts of like playful things. Mm-hmm. One of them was a really giant mouse pad, which I love. Um, oh yeah, the other one, a large one, yeah. Oh, my mine covers my whole desk. It's huge. Oh. 
No, not that large. That's really cool, actually. I'll put it. I'll put it in the show notes, even though we won't. Yeah. Um, I'll take a picture yeah. of it. Um, <laughs> but no, the other thing I got was my aunt has the a habit of giving us little drones for Christmas, like little you know okay. RC drones, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they are always kind of crap. I mean, she, obviously, she's not going to spend a lot of money on a drone because she gets yeah. one for me and my dad both, and it's literally almost an every year thing. She gets us a new model, and usually. Yeah. Either they fly up into the air and they disappear, or they they crash and break in the first time you crash them. Or <laughs> you guys need to get better at flying drones. No, but the point is that they're really <laughs> crappy drones, yeah. so they don't yeah. fly yeah, very yeah. well. And then they, if they the wind hits them wrong, their propeller uh, falls off. Uh, but this year, I think the technology finally caught up. The drones she bought us were are, are, are amazing. They hover wow. perfectly in the air. They're incredibly fast. They maneuver like mosquitoes through the house, and they're just so literally through christmas day here's how our, here's how our christmas day went we would charge the drone so they take about 30 minutes to charge while they were charging we would do something else when they were finished yeah. we would fly them for five minutes we'd recharge them and we'd do something else literally all day long like i would my dad was sitting in his couch watching whatever and i would just bring him his drone he's like you want That's your drone yeah i want my drone and we would just bzzz, all right i'm charging them all right we'll do something else all day long <laughs> it that. was so fun and That's amazing <laughs> so I also uh -huh. got some money for Christmas uh, oh. from my grandparents, and uh -huh. I spent my birthday money this year on mm -hmm. adult things like paying taxes. Apparently, you have to do that, yeah. um, and renewing your car tags, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, so this year, I decided I'm going to spend it all on something fancy. So I bought a big drone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a $200. I mean, it's not super expensive, yeah. but it's a yeah. big drone with an extra battery and it, it's driving nice. tomorrow. So, oh, you don't have it yet. No, I do not. That's really I, exciting. I, I waited a couple of days to make sure I did, wasn't like just like into it and then not into it anymore. Uh -huh. And on the, on the third day of waiting, when I was still picking up my drone every five minutes and flying it, I was like, all right. I'm going to buy a big drone. And so it's coming in tomorrow and it's going to be awesome. Nice. I will update everybody with it. Nice. Um, That's really cool. What about you? What was your favorite gift? Yeah, I was thinking back on that and trying to see if I could remember what I got every year. Our, our aunt and uncle and grandmother came in, but our aunt and uncle have a, basically come to a truce with our mom where they've agreed to just get gift cards. Um, uh -huh. So I always know what to expect from them, which is very consistent Amazon gift card, which is always nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's that's what I get from them. Um, and I was trying to think. Um, Wait, what did like oh, what did Steven get you? Like, surely he yes, got you something so, ridiculous. Yes, he did get me something cool. He actually got me a Christmas ornament that is a um, like an artwork from Outer Wilds. Oh, um, that's cool. So it's like a custom made Christmas ornament. But on it was a little link. And he had written a uh, he had basically used a bunch of his uh, music writing talent that he's been working on a lot over the year to make a a remix of the the outer wilds theme song with a bunch of different styles and stuff oh, so that was really cool too Oh, he showed so, me that it was a while well back. done yeah he's so good <laughs> yeah he's getting really really good at it and so the cool thing afterwards is the gift from her mom was also great because she knows steven especially has been getting a lot into music but both of us have and she knows that my acoustic guitar stinks like i bought like a yes, hundred dollars it, it stinks to play i bought it for like a hundred dollars so she's like, well, I wonder what I could do about the acoustic guitar. So she went to a guitar shop and she's like, could we get it like adjusted to make it better? And he's like, well, what what acoustic guitar do you have? Um, and fun story. <laughs> um, she called Stephen. She's like, can you figure out what acoustic guitar he has so I can ask this employee about it? And Stephen said, sure. Ran into my room, locked the door and started taking pictures of my acoustic guitar 
at that moment, I walked upstairs and was like, Stephen, why can't I get into my room? Why are you in my room with the door locked? This is really weird. And he's like, nothing. So I had to wait for like two minutes for him to get out of my room. Thoroughly confused. Anyway, flash forward to Christmas and my mom had learned. See, she told the guitar guy like what guitar I had. And he's like, no, that's like the worst yeah you can't guitar. do anything for this guitar he's like there's yeah, nothing man. you can do for that you just need to get a new guitar so what you got me was a little guitar christmas ornament with a, a budget to it actually a 300 dollars budget to pick up a new guitar oh so that's I'm cool like, wow that was extremely generous and i'm like yeah. i will i really want to figure that out and see what i can find and head to that shop and talk to that guy and uh get a all i want i'm not super picky i just want one that's really easy to play like my yes. electric guitar is because i yes. want to play acoustic but i will literally just play clean electric because i can't stand that other yep. uh that other one so that's awesome and she also got steven a budget of the same amount to spend on um uh whatever he wanted in music uh specifically virtual instruments and he had oh. just been, went shopping for virtual instruments because they're all on sale for the holidays and his cart was exactly $300 before she had gotten him that gift. And he's like, oh, well, I guess that's paid for then. So he's been going through that. And it's incredible. Some of the technology that's out there, like these Latin courses that you can make them articulate like any word and like he got some really interesting top top of the line, like VSTs to work with. So he's going to be making some real cool music this year. Oh, I'm so jealous. I really, really, really want some really good at virtual instruments i've been playing with the garage yeah. band stuff and it's fine yeah but yeah. man like the stuff he's yep. sending me like even if it was worse musically which it's not yeah. but even if it was yeah. the real instrument soundings sounds that he has are just so good yeah um so that's awesome yep. that, wow your mom pretty did a really good job this year she did a yeah. really good job that, that was that was as like gift card equivalent stuff goes that was a really i i, I really appreciated that and honing into yeah. the music stuff especially because music is a thing that like you know it is expensive but it's hard to ever really justify because it takes like very large amounts of money all at once um to like buy an instrument or something it's not just like buying a video game but it's also right. never an essential thing to buy so it can be a yes. hard thing to like justify for yourself I had you that discussion with Abigail quality. recently about pianos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you also want quality when you buy. You don't just want to buy the cheapest thing like you can for a lot of other things. You want something that's that will last because it directly affects the sound and the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah. Um, man, cool, I totally man. Forgot we bought Hitman too and never played it. That's the game we super need to play. Um, uh, I I love the Hitman game. I know you do. I know you do. Yeah. Um, well, that's cool. It sounds like Christmas was a lot of fun. Yeah. Did you have um, a favorite gift you gave? Um, well, I, my, I don't know, I got my dad a record player, um, yeah, which was pretty fun. But what I did was I get, also got him a record. I got him an old sticks record. No sticks. That's yeah, cool. sticks that he used to, he used to have, of course it was a reprint, but, um, but when I gave it to him, he didn't, he doesn't have a record player. And so he opened it and he's like, Oh, this is cool. And I was like, yeah, you know, I figured it's one of your first albums. You can, you know, stick it on, you know, get a plaque for it. You can put it on your wall. Yeah. It'd be really cool to look at. And he's like, Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Thank you. And then he goes mm-hmm. for my other present. And he starts opening. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> okay." He got pranked twice this year. Actually, I um, love reverse order presents, dude. Yeah, and my mom was real mean because I mean, I guess not really mean, but my dad has a little bit of skin problems. He's got he's got like mm-hmm. I don't know itchy scalp or something. Um, yeah, and so I, yeah, for the final gift, which is usually the the big present, um she hands him a box and he opens the box and it's a bunch of it's a, it's a whole bunch of facial cleaners and and like you know shampoo and fancy shampoos and she's like listen 
don't be mad. I really think this is going to be a good present for you. I spent a lot of money getting you really expensive shampoos that are specific for what you need exactly and, and soaps and, and, and like creams and butters and and I think, just please, I hope, if you don't like it, we can take it back. And she's really selling it, right? And he's like, uh-huh. oh no, this is, this is great. And you, oh, you could tell. This is real yeah. great. No, thank you. I appreciate it. And then he starts digging around in the box and he flips open one of the, one of the little things inside the box. It's, it's an AirPod package in there. <laughs> she had got him AirPods. And uh, he's like, great. oh my gosh, both of you guys. We, we sold it so well. He was, I, he, he really believed because he told us afterwards, he was like, at first I was like, this is a joke. And then you sold it really well. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I guess they got me facial products. And then, yeah, he figured it yeah. out. It was, it was great. That's it was great. great. Was it the new AirPods? Like the newest? No, newest just, just the first, okay. the first generation. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. those are, those are pricey still. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now we all have awesome. AirPods. So, yeah, that's, AirPods. yeah. I just, I didn't know your dad didn't have them yet. Yeah. My dad, my dad is resistant to change. But once you can get him on board or something, he will use yes. it constantly. I finally got him to start using his AirPods, and I never see him without AirPods in now. (laughs) He will always be having AirPods in. That's Um, that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, like once you can. Sometimes once you can train it in. Um. So, uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, for me, I think my favorite gift I gave was um. So for for Stephen, I think it was the funny story about it is. He took a bunch of nature photography throughout the last uh, year because he loves going out on walks and, and using his, uh, his phone to just take pictures of like oh, trees okay. and stuff like that. He does it all the time. He takes pictures of the sky and stuff like that. He actually sends a lot of the pictures he takes of the sky to, uh, to Abigail and they send each oh, other cool. back and forth pictures of the sky. It's just become a weird tradition. And um, I was like, and Abigail's like, well, I have this. He sent me this Google Drive folder of all the different nature photography he'd taken. Maybe there's something to do with that. And I'm like, oh. okay, I will create him like a custom calendar of his nature photography and like have a different picture that matches the the month for each each yeah, month of the year yeah. and, and make that for him. And I'm like, but my my worry, Abigail, is this really seems like something Stephen would think of and do for himself. But I don't want to ask <laughs> him if he's already done that. But I'm like, especially since it's coming to the end of the year and he's probably thinking about calendars. And he has that old World of Warcraft calendar that he did with this a while ago. I'm like, I really think this is something he'd do for himself. And she's like, that seems unlikely. And I'm like, Hold I on. know Steven pretty Hold well. On. Hold what? on. Yeah. I'm Steven. It's the end of the year. Yes. Oh my God, I have to think about calendars. I'm not <laughs> joking. Just Steven it's, thing. Yes. It's the most Steven Nobody thing. And I'm like, that's why I'm like, calendars. I'm like, Nobody. I really think, I really think he'll think about this. Anyway, oh, flash man. forward, I ordered it. I got the whole thing set. I, I ordered it from what's it called? Shutterstock or something. Yeah. And I noticed <laughs> there's a Shutterstock box in Steven's room. Uh-huh. And I'm like, hmm. And then a couple days later, he was like, here, Abigail, before you go out of town, I have your Christmas gift for you. It's, I kid you not, the same calendar I ordered of sky <laughs> pictures that him and Abigail had taken, printed out. And I'm like, just sitting there looking at it. And I'm like, he used some of the same pictures that I did for Abigail's sky calendar. And I'm like, this is amazing. But it ended up being great because he never ordered one for himself. And so I got on that. And I'm like, but the story was just, I just found it hilarious that he did think to order specifically that calendar. 
Brian, with, um, with nature pictures. What is it with you and your family and me and, and whoever's involved with yes. you in general and surprises and gifts? I know. It always happens. It was you and I'm, me with, with yes. being surprised with the audio drama. It was his stupid yeah. birthday yeah. present that didn't work. It just it yep. always happens with you two. I always. No, it's it's ridiculous. It's um, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. So that that was that was the funniest one i think my favorite gift i got for someone though is um my dad where i have taken to my 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 default for him is to get him books because i'm just like he, he tends to appreciate them especially if i can find them that's particularly good mm -hmm. and kind of the theme this year is stephen wanted to get them stuff for their condo out in florida that they rent out and go to sometimes and it's kind of a beachside condo so he thought it would be fun to get them like stuff they could put there and i found a book for my dad that is a history book that is about Long Island, which is where he grew up in New York, and its relation with the sea. And I'm like, this is perfect. It's his oh. personal history growing up on Long Island. It's about the sea, so it fits to go in his condo and its history. And he just seemed genuinely delighted by it and just started reading Aww. it like immediately once you're done opening presents. So I was really happy with that. Okay, um, I want to ask because you said he was genuinely happy about yeah. it. When I gave my dad the record player, yeah. I had this moment like, okay, I feel like our dads are fairly similar in a sense that they don't yeah. show a ton of emotion. Yes. They, um, I, they're completely different personalities, but I think they're very right. similar in that sense where they're very yes. not open sometimes. Yeah. When I gave him the record player and he realized what it was and he realized, you know, he has a record for it as well, I could see he was a very, very genuine, oh, thanks, Cameron. This is so nice. Yes. A, it was like, very similar. Raw, to that. genuine. Okay. Yeah. Because yes. th that made me feel like so happy. Like, my yeah. mom was, of course, incredibly happy yeah. with her gifts and she's always happy with what I give her because I'm her son. My, but getting yeah. that from my dad. And again, not that he's not thankful, but just it was yeah. a very genuine like, thank yes. you, Cameron. That's really thoughtful. He seemed gift. like, yeah, exactly. It was like he seemed genuinely like it was just he's like, oh, that's exactly something I would like. And so, yeah, he kind of had a similar reaction to it and just Yay. pointed out a couple more times how much he was enjoying it. So that was go that us. Was really nice. We did it. Yeah, <laughs> we did it. I ruined my surprise for Steven as usual. <laughs> but at least I got my dad something. So. Yeah, um, good Christmas talk. This was fun. We should like record yeah. podcasts more or something. <laughs> yeah, or we should just talk more. Apparently, we don't. Yeah, we haven't apparently. talked in like two weeks. So I know this has been a heroes I, isn't a thing anymore. So. I know this was um yeah. I I was actually really stressed about today because I was like where I was really tired and worried. But yeah, then we started talking and I got a lot of energy. So yeah. now I'm tired. Um, Me too. So why don't we? Why don't you, I'm sorry, I'm not oh. the host. Brian, would you end All the right. podcast for us? Thank you, everybody. I hope you had a merry Christmas, and I hope you have a wonderful new year, 2020. You're a good Woo! vision. Yeah. Oh, you ruined, you ruined it. You just, you just ruined it. it don't perfect. worry. In 20, in 20, in in, in 2021, I'll say hindsight is 2020. <laughs>